listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's like tank top, flip flop, naughty dreadlock, fuck a cop, hip hop, make your head bop, bounce to this, socialist movement, my environment made me the nigga I am. Uncle Sam came and, Uncle Sam came and got me and the rest of my fam. Try to infiltrate and murder off the best of my clan. I'm not American, punk, Democrat, or Republican. Remember that most of these cats we know be hustling. My mama worked all her life and still struggling. I blame it on the government. Say it on the radio. What? And if you don't already know, all these Uncle Tom ass kicking niggas gotta go hey welcome to the black out to podcast your host rod and karen and we're in the house on a wednesday mm-hmm. so all right end of the week wednesday all right um all kinds of stuff to talk about today but first we gotta talk about the sponsors and stuff find us on itunes stitcher leave us a five-star review just search the blackout tips and leave us a review let us know you know what you think about the show and we'll read it on the air as long as it's nice the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored it's actually double sponsored it's brought to you by shadow dog productions of course you can find our audio play albums on spotify on title on apple music on wherever you get your music from um we have two audio audio play albums one is called the best of Ryan and karen the other is called sunspot and other ratchetness we appreciate everybody takes time out to get those listen to them review them mm-hmm. let us know what they think about them uh it's a lot of funny voices and impressions and all kinds of stuff on there yes i think you guys will enjoy it um also we're brought to you by loot crate okay loot crate is a box for nerds okay it's a box of goodies that comes in the mail and every month you get it as long as you sign up by the 19th at 9 p.m you can get that box and this month uh the uh uh theme is robotic and i uh, will get into the breakdown of that later but every month something comes cool and we're gonna open up a box later on in the show um for you guys to understand that uh loot crate is where it's at man okay you're gonna be the envy of all your friends and family and stuff and i love opening up my loot crate box man i if it wasn't for the podcast i'd open it up as soon as we get in the mail but because of the podcast i have to wait (laughs) till it's time to do the read but i I really be wanting to open it up but i don't ever want to fake it on the air like i didn't see it already so (laughs) i just keep that's how real i keep it with y'all how much we love our audience uh lootcrate.com slash tbgwt is where you can go to get uh your loot crate box and you can put in code tbgwt and get three dollars off of each box so make sure you guys do that uh any new subscription three dollars off just go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and put in code tbgwt um also uh don't forget man we still got the store um teespring.com slash stores slash tbgwt dash store i don't know if that's the easiest way to find it actually the easiest way to find it would be going to the blackouttips.com look on the right hand side and it says like go to our store you can just click right there and it'll take you to our store man it's a cool store we got a bunch of items people are starting to get theirs people are taking pictures with the with the mugs and yes, the shirts they look so good like i listen i am like i shouldn't be because i bought stuff from teespring before and i've seen the art before but it looks so good y'all right it looked better than i thought like once you actually see it on mugs you be like that shit look good yeah it looks so good um because it's so it's just so 
it's amazing so you know mm-hmm. we've already seen a couple of mugs and stuff and i'm just like wow i can, I might have to get my own shit like I'll, that's what i'll say <laughs> i might have to be that that person that that is not that's too cool you know um so yeah i think i might have to do that yeah so. and also uh we switched over too because we know that people come in all uh sizes so uh teespring goes up to 5x because we know everybody can't get in on one twos and three x's so we want to be sure that everybody regardless of your size can can wear our shit right so um all kinds of stuff to talk about try to keep it funny try to keep it light but we still got some serious things to talk about as well um so and i and i and i you know today i will be drinking uh a fan got us this uh spill proof unbreakable I like them cups. wine glass we're gonna test it today <laughs> see what i'm gonna find do. out uh this one says i need therapy at the top and then as you drink more wine it says better than therapy at the end it says cheaper than therapy so uh we're gonna go through it um we got a whole set of these and we'll talk about all the stuff we got throughout the week on on uh saturday anyway uh a cop pleads guilty to using a sex toy on a woman during a traffic stop and this happened in cleveland the same department that is angry and boycotting cleveland browns nfl games uh because some of the cleveland browns took a knee uh during a preseason game instead of standing for the anthem so the cops who literally do hold the flag at the games said they're not holding the flags no more which is also them doing a protest during the anthem i mean come on guys think about think about what you're saying but um it sounds like they need to clean up their own house because you got police officers out here using sex toys on two different women during an illegal traffic stop uh east cleveland officer kenneth bolton pleaded play uh pleaded guilty to charges including gross sexual imposition as well as misdemeanor interfering with civil rights in a plea deal that allowed a kidnapping charge to be dropped uh bolton pulled over two women 22 and 23 after hearing about another officer citing them over the radio 30 minutes before they, he pulled them over while the women were seated in the vehicle he used a sex toy to rub their genitals over their clothing uh he was fired two weeks later after an internal investigation was launched over the incident and he will now have to register as a sex offender he will also no longer be able to serve as a police officer um i don't think i read anything about him going to jail Mm, no longer being a service okay register sex with yeah so it sounds like he's not even getting jail time um but yeah they're more worried about you know here's the thing also i want to know about a lot of these police protests with uh kaepernick and michael bennett and all these guys um black people are the canary in the coal mine on this shit now i don't know the race of these two women they may have been black as well but um and that's just another type of violence that the police can use when in their overuse of force right it's just another way that they um you know often uh go over the line uh but here's the thing we're the canary in the coal mine on this shit because when they shoot some white woman in minnesota and people get all i can't believe the system is working this way that's the point it's not just us we might be first in line to get fucked with but you know at the end of the day they don't care about anybody else like the point is to preserve the uh power that the police possess over the american public 
they just happen to be yielding it more often than not against the most marginalized people in society because they have the least protection but believe you me every resource that is available to a police officer to abuse a black or a brown person is still available when it comes to anyone else so they can just as easily railroad some white person if they feel like it if a police officer decides it's your word against his and his word is fuck you you know all that faith we put in the system that's all that is based on so you know i I, it's funny because i can't help but see the parallel between these motherfuckers more mad at kaepernick than one of their own you know like y'all more mad that y'all more mad at browns players for being like hey man police are not always on the up and up and then y'all have police literally on the up and up not on the up and up like what where's the outrage coming from dog i don't understand um and like and he's not even getting any time because we look at the idea of just getting the job of police officer as noble it's like being a knight as far as people are concerned like it's such an honorable thing mm-hmm. even when they fuck up we can't put a police officer in jail and it's like what if you're the biggest thug on the block i don't care if you got a badge or not go to jail so yeah i, I find that uh quite interesting because so many of these cases even when they're proven guilty end up with somebody basically saying um yeah they're guilty of this shit but at the same time um we don't want to piss anybody off so let's just uh not (laughs) let's just not uh do anything about it let's just pretend that nothing's happening um let's see oh speaking of uh overstepping your authority uh, did you know the tsa apparently out here hazing motherfuckers tsa that goddamn tsa um this isn't hazing this assault three whistleblowers say gangs of newark airport customs officers oh i guess maybe customs is different than tsa abuse new recruits on a quote-unquote rape table and pulled a gun on a woman who had been taped to a chair three whistleblowers uh have come forward um to talk about this custom officers at newark airport are being investigated by the department of homeland security amid accusations that they sexually assaulted rookies on a rape table in a horrifying uh hazing ritual hazing um i applied for a job uh what part of hazing is a job you know what i'm saying i hazing always comes out weird to me anyway because like even when they do it for like nfl or sports it's always like wow don't, don't, just don't. play football what yeah, the fuck is yeah. the point of this don't 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 do that shit don't put your hands on me don't you motherfucking touch me tell me the rules i follow your rules you don't have no authority over me and my body i showed up to work i did not show up to get sexually assaulted i did not this this shit right here was not in the goddamn handbook and so it's it's just one and and people act like you are the problem from going i'm not going to did one nfl player say i'm not going along with that bullshit and everybody and, and folks got mad but no fuck you i'm a millionaire you're not hazing me yeah that's super it's super weird the shit that they do in the first place but you would think in a job like this it wouldn't happen but apparently it does um and it's funny because you can throw a lot under that hazing thing because hazing is making somebody pay for the lunch of everybody else ha 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 but it could also be sticking an object up your ass uh i don't know man one of those scenes way worse than the other maybe don't call one of them hazing 
um yeah the shocks uh the shock came, claims came to light after three whistleblowers spoke up and said they had been subjected to abuse despite fears of recrimination they called the table the rape table and they called this act raping customs act uh border protection officer Vito digger 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 ronimo okay digger okay there you go digger ronimo uh told nbc new york hazen wouldn't do this justice this is a complete assault they take you on in a room and your fellow officers are watching as officers grab you the alleged assaults have been taking place for years officers said and come at the hands of specific gang of custom staff uh digeronimo said that clothing was never removed but called it a sexual attack saying the officers did rub their genitals on the victims once the lights go out they grab you up like a gang they forcibly throw you on the table one officer ended up mounting me and pretty much riding me like a horse i'm grabbed by other officers against my will i don't know how much more criminal you can get i'm afraid for my life and my safety said diana cifuentes uh this is uh terrorizing how is it that officers believe they're free to do whatever they want to do how does uh, a badge uh sifuentes any type of badge don't even got to be a police officer sifuentes managed to escape being pulled up to the table but suffered another equally terrifying experience at the hands of the gang there was a back and forth between another officer and myself he said you deserve to be put on the rape table and that's when he started chasing me eventually i was held down by another officer one additionally uh additional officer taped me with green customs tape to the chair that escalated to the point where one of the officers pulled his gun on her she said i was very afraid for my life i took a deep breath and took kept on typing like nothing was happening i know that if i reacted either he was going to pull the trigger or i was going to draw the weapon myself and shoot uh the third officer dan arasibia um said that he escaped the alleged abuse but that he is still haunted by the theme song that the alleged perpetrators played during their supposed assaults party boy from the tv show jackass they're monsters in a sense he said they know that we can't do anything about this the geronimo agreed saying that an attempt to attempt to go through uh, official channels achieve virtually nothing people are too scared to go anywhere because these guys are well connected our immediate supervisors are best friends with these officers um the repercussions were that they removed the rape table there was no punishment for the officers involved now the three have revealed their claim to the wider world hiring patrick metz an attorney who specializes in whistleblowing for this to stop we have to go to the public if fuente said right we have to let people know what that this is going on we have to let other branches of the government know that this is going on yeah with the pussy grabber in chief at the top i don't know yeah that's the problem you got somebody at top that don't give a fuck about it and basically t- basically telling them what they're doing is all right yeah it's it's wild what can go on in just any group you give somebody some authority next thing you know is yeah, we we in here raping people ha 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 isn't it's, that hilarious it's the group mentality and that's why it's hard particularly particularly when it comes to men because i'm assuming a lot of men do this you know i'm I'm not saying that you ain't have a gang of women that were doing it but odds are it was a bunch of dicks that were doing this shit because that's the type of shit that men do and i guarantee you somebody somewhere knew there was a quote-unquote good guy that kept his motherfucking mouth shut didn't say shit let them do that didn't speak up for this for these women known this shit was going on but you a motherfucking good guy right you a good guy you yeah you you don't say shit you don't speak up you a good guy when i say hey dog um men ain't shit uh all of a sudden i gotta hear your mouth by the way all of the people that were uh victimized or that were whistleblowers 
i think two were men one was a woman i think um so yeah it's just kind of interesting um yeah not to say that women weren't involved in the sexual assault i'm not saying that but the beginning do you most of them were probably men yeah um but what i was gonna say even further than that i think it's a a power and authority abuse issue too because what happens there may be women who are involved in this shit but it's the go along to get along thing it's why we can't truly say there's diversity in a in, in anything just because you have women there or people of color there it's not diversity until their ideas are appreciated then you have diversity when you have a diversity of thought when you have a diversity of experience and people have equal footing on which on which to say their ideas like it's different when you say well we got women that were in the room grabbing people too okay they 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 need to go too right they just was wrong right like whatever this idea was that y'all thought was okay it was always going to be wrong so um I, it was just, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, and that's what happened when you go with the culture unchecked. Because when you said, when you started reading, I was like, yeah, this has been going on for a long time. This ain't no new shit. People knew about this. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, uh, something I thought was, uh, interesting. Um, cause it was so, uh, it was so true. Um, the 10 guilty pleasures of an introvert. Um, and, I, you know, I was kind of like, huh, this, uh, this could be me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> and it's so funny. And maybe because I'm a, I'm an extrovert. I, I, and we've been together forever, but I still had to get kind of used to your, uh, personality as far as doing things and going out and like being that because that's, that's just how I, I run. So, you know, I had to get used to, oh, okay, this is just how you tick. Oh, okay, this is part of your personality trait and be more understanding and more compassionate to that because that's not how I function. Yeah. Um, it was an adjustment. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just different because it just depends on the situation and stuff. But I'm not, I don't like going out to crowded events. Right. I don't like like it it like things that i think attract certain people to events draw me away so when people are like oh my god it was so packed in there i'm like why the fuck would i want to go there <laughs> and loud and hot yeah i don't like that shit you know uh when i go to a place and it's so loud i can't hear another person talk why would i ever go there that was the whole point was to go out and hang out and have fun and if i can't hear you how are we having fun we just happen to be in a place with loud music at the same time you know uh i could stay home and turn my radio all the way up yeah ain't that the truth and i think for me as i've gotten older i'm like fuck that shit you know when you're young when i was younger i was kind of more apt to do that now i'm like i'm old no i need to be able to hear you mm-hmm. you know i've kind of slowed down you know some people some extroverts they just 110 all the time i'm like nah i'm i'm good and i'm, I'm like you sometimes i'm like that don't sound like that was a good time yeah i just i'm never really in i never was into it even when i was younger it's just none of none of that's ever i've always liked chill spots i've always you know when i go out to eat i like to go at off hours you know um when uh if something is you know popular and like or if something is like expect you're expected to mingle with people i'm not really into it you know yeah, so you're like a wallflower yeah it's just not my thing you know like dancing isn't my thing like I, you know it's a lot of shit that goes I, with it yeah i love to dance but uh this this joint was so good i felt like they knew me when i was i was like i identified with almost all of these points 
if not all of them that's how i felt reading these points let me uh try to read them guys number one guilty 10 guilty pleasures of intro of the introvert number one when plans get canceled oh <laughs> yes so good there's nothing worse i mean nothing better than when plans get canceled i like if you tell me that there's an event and it's like people feel bad when they be like oh man we actually not gonna be able to be that do that this saturday i'll be like good yeah. <laughs> i can stay in i can do whatever i want i can watch tv i can play video games i catch up on naruto i don't have to do anything that's like you know like if if i knew the plans would be canceled ahead of time i almost would prefer to have people make plans that they're gonna get canceled that's the only way it could be better you know because like i i have to gear up for right for this shit like when it's sort of energy up for it right yeah like i have to like if you tell me hey let's have dinner in three days in my mind i'm preparing <laughs> the whole time like i'm just like okay three days i'm gonna have to do dinner i'm gonna be on i'm gonna try to get there on time and and i'm thinking about all the things that can go wrong right, i'm thinking about like you know it's it, you know like i want to make sure you have a good time i want to mm-hmm. have a good time myself i don't want to ruin anything right. um stuff like that so that's a it's a major one uh another two <laughs> number two evading small talk yeah. that's that's a huge one for me don't like that uh you tell me about the weather what route you take to work <laughs> uh your lord and savior jesus christ i hate it all like don't talk to me about it you know i'd rather you come up to me and talk to me about um i don't know the time that you and your girlfriend got in a fight than this shit because at least that's something that matters everything else don't matter like oh yeah did you see this the weather we're getting huh some weather yes we always have weather that is a thing we have every fucking day and there's nothing neither one of us can do about it so i don't want to have to smile and pretend that i care about this (laughs) uh number three dining alone now i dine alone uh i do like dining alone like I, i go out to lunch with Cam most of the time and stuff but if uh plans get canceled and that means i gotta go somewhere by myself totally fine with it yeah and i i think as i've gotten when i was younger i used to want to always go with somebody but one day the light came on and i'm but as a teenager i was like uh i'm not waiting on y'all niggas i'm hungry i'm going now and i would just go out and i'd go out eat by myself go moving by myself go sh- most most of my life is spent uh by myself driving a car by myself in fact i know i done got to the point now i have passengers i get mad like mm, i got i gotta deal with somebody yeah i would uh you know do a lot of stuff for myself as well but like and i come prepare for that I, my headphones i take my tablet with me i like reading when i go out to eat by myself mm-hmm. um you know i think uh there's nothing wrong with dining alone you know no and it's not and and i think for me the thing that really makes me put like this the thing that makes me mad about dining alone is particularly if you go somewhere where you have like a waitress or some shit them wanting to be your friend Mm. bitch i'm by myself for a reason i you don't have to entertain me 
while i'm here i'm by myself it's okay it like like it's almost like they feel bad like you ain't got no fucking friends because you decide to eat alone sometimes you might not you might want to say i don't want to be about my kids i don't about my husband sometimes you this might be a you day i don't need you tying up a me day for something like that and i think for me because i was raised only child i'm used to a long time and i my long time is very precious to me yeah there's nothing worse than when you go somewhere and it's like uh yeah table for one they're like oh i'm like oh shit nigga i'm happy they get sad like 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 your life gonna end because you by yourself all right i'm like this is good what are you talking about but uh yeah dying alone definitely one of my top enjoyments Mm -hmm. i don't get to do it that often but when i do i enjoy it uh being fluid in yees and knees sometimes uh and that's uh they use that as a place for um kanye west the creative introvert um, uh, okay which is weird and 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 yeah it's not always the coolest thing in the world yeah, but the- i have a real soft spot for kanye even when i went you know i like to me uh i don't and i don't engage in these like when i hear people say it i just don't talk to them about it but whenever somebody says like kanye is trash or you know he's such an egomaniac or something like that part of me always kind of like i understand some of the shit he be saying you know which you know he's not like some of that stuff i i i can identify with man like right because a lot of the most creative people in the world be it uh comedy music and a lot of them are introverts like a lot of some of the most creative professionals they stick they 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 go inside their own minds a lot yeah you know um and at least i respect and understand some of his points you know like sometimes he'll say stuff and i'm like why the fuck it doesn't bother people that he's not humble about being talented come on you know like why do we have to like what's so funny about about that i still remember that jimmy kimmel interview and i was like i mean some of that shit was really on point but it felt almost like white people just laughing at the idea that this black dude thinks he's a genius and i'm like yeah i don't i don't think anything's really funny about that i don't i think that's okay for him to be able to think that he's extremely talented and and ahead of his generation and all that shit without y'all trying to come in and shit on them for it because y'all still gonna listen to the albums they still gonna go platinum we still gonna sell out stadiums what are we talking about you know what's the anger for um but yeah uh you know he's one of those dudes um let's see what else we got here we got uh ghosting that's when you uh dip out on people without really saying anything <laughs> they turn around and you be gone yeah like and and ghosting also is basically when people are fighting or say something fucked up about you how you just hit the peace sign and slide out like homer simpson in the bushes yeah like i don't need to fight you i don't need to 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 have this conflict you know if i literally see somebody just doesn't fuck with me i'm fine just don't fuck with me over there you know right now i ain't got the head seat and don't care yeah like i you know it was a getting to know all these people through the internet and shit and all these people that you know want to quote unquote be your friends you know it's been kind of a, a interesting thing for me because i don't really i don't have a value on having a whole lot of people that are my friends mm-hmm. or whatever or following me and shit like i like good relationships but right relationships i can you know um you know give me a few good relationships and i can uh I'll, I'll impregnate the bitches my man Brian said oh right? lord 
um but you know but that's the thing he was saying was like people want a whole army but you can just get a few dedicated people you can accomplish a goal right um at any rate uh it was through through like the last couple years i started seeing people that want to be your quote-unquote friend on social media but also want to talk shit about you and i that was something to me i was just like i couldn't even understand and i still can't really understand that mentality to be like i need you to see that i don't fuck with you but 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 please you know let me follow you let me be your friend let me see when you say something so i can also say i'm disgusted with you and i don't fuck with you Mm -hmm. it's super weird to me some people function like that like and to me that's very dysfunctional uh but some people function like that in real life and i don't on, on certain things there's no separation i don't fuck with those people in real life so i'm not gonna fuck with you on the internet i don't fuck with people who do that and i can actually talk to you so i'm not gonna deal with that on the internet i will block you mute you and just go on and we both can be happy outside of each other's existence but what's funny about that when you do that those people turn around and get mad because it's a control thing right you know they want to control the relationship like no 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 it's two people and i choose to access my power yeah and and the thing is i'm not i don't owe you an argument Mm -hmm. i don't owe you a debate like you know if we can't come to some type of resolution between the two of us what's the point come on you wasting my time and i'm wasting yours um going solo um but yeah that's just basically going out on your own not just to eat but to anything Mm -hmm. like i don't mind that shop honey shopping by myself is flames i can take as long as i want to i go up and down the aisle i can find all the sales honey ain't nothing like going shopping i could stand the store for three hours if i want to and i ain't got to hear nobody mouth yeah sometimes it's the best company you can have is yourself come on um people watching i also love this mm-hmm. you know any of anybody that's my friend as we've gone out can pretty much attest to that like i do love me some people watching mm-hmm. making up entire histories of folks just right there being like you see this part what they doing you know look at this conversation Man, that's, you know? that, that's a good pastime number eight screening calls mm. nothing better than that call id that comes with that iphone mm, that honey that's the best thing they ever could invent it because i'm trying to tell you right now if you call me and a photo and your name don't pop up you're going straight to voicemail i don't care if i know you for 15 years or your number change you better leave a message or we'll never talk again i'm content with that i would also throw in knocking on my door and announced oh i don't, I don't play them games either mm-mm but, i don't care if my car said i don't care if you hear my music i walk past the screen though with, with the glass no but I'll, I'll go one further even if i know who it is calling sometimes i just don't feel like talking come on but i'm like that i know who's calling you know if that makes any sense to you guys it does number nine having extroverted friends this is true it took me a long time to grasp this and to, to deal with it but it's the truth a lot of my friends are just people that decided we was gonna be friends <laughs> and they just fucked their way in your life yeah because you know to me i'm like some of my best friends i don't talk to that often like Mm -hmm. you know when we talk it's just like old times like nothing you know like it's it's not like we don't like some people have friendships where it's like i call this person every day we check in three four five times a week we you know we're very proactive about our friendship i don't have friendships like like some friend people i talk to a lot but i wouldn't say my friendships are normally like that unless I made a conscientious effort to be like i want to talk to this person all the time right in most cases you know i'm fine mm-hmm. with not talking to people all the time and then also people that have uh, gen- generally ended up being my friends are all people that are like 
i'm gonna be your friend and and you know kind of kind of push past yeah they just kind of push past i mean you know it to i guess on the outside looking in it would seem like they're just being jerks but you end up being friends i don't know what to tell you um and then when we go out you know or something like that people are talking to them you know they talk at least they're talking to them you know kind of not me so yeah because because the thing too a lot of introverts are beautiful and wonderful people and extroverts are like oh you're a cold person and that you're like yeah but you and they're looking at you like but you take so much goddamn energy they're like, let's go out and do something they're like no i'm i'm, I'm good can't no i'm i'm, I'm fine it's, you know it, it, it's like a battle sometimes so, so so sometimes you have to find a balance with the relationship uh and then lastly taking naps i do like me some naps honey i look forward to them. i'm not able to take a lot of them to be honest my but favorite pastime i do love taking a, a good naps that's, that's especially after i have a bunch of fucking interaction with folks like yeah you have to recover i i literally just have to lay down like i can't fight I, it i can't explain it I, and, and maybe because i don't know i don't because i'm an extrovert i don't get that feeling like it literally drains you where you like look if i don't rest i won't be able to function it's almost it's, you know it's almost like it pulls everything out of you and i'm the opposite when everybody's gone that's what that's when i'm drained like when everybody's gone home and and all that stuff that's when my well that's my what i'm saying though zero. after when everybody's gone i'm also drained like um but but yeah people tire me out so um no, yeah, even even lead, leading up to knowing that i have something where i have to interact with people i try to take a take a nap or get a lot of sleep or something because i know i'm gonna need that energy yeah like i said and, and me i'm i'm the opposite i like i said i feed my I, I just feed off of that so um, i'm in my head i'm 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 excited I, i'm just a ball full of energy like <clears throat> the whole time and yeah you do have to rest afterwards but like i said it's a different because you know when we got back home when we went to dc your energy level went back up mine didn't right um all right so that was the 10 things man i got i read that on blavity but for some reason link wasn't working but shout out to pocket it saved all the stuff for me um let's see what else is happening in the news oh god all this news is so terrible hospitals are charging sexual assault survivors uh with exorbitant hospital fees um yeah apparently uh in a recent study published in the american journal of public health researchers analyzed the insurance policies of 1355 female sexual assault survivors between the ages of 16 and 61 and they found that nearly all of them paid health care costs an average of 950 dollars for crimes committed against them the study found that whilst insurance typically covers 86 percent of the 6737 dollar average cost of rape the average cost of rape good god the average cost think about that uh included for items like a rape kit and involved exam that collects forensic evidence for a tailored treatment program or to support court proceedings should you wish to out of pocket survivors um i mean yeah survivors are generally left to recover the remaining amounts um out of pocket even if you do wish to prosecute sorry if you should you wish to prosecute wait why is fuji still playing sorry about that I, mean, I love this album but come on guys i didn't mean to do that um 
yeah the cost is even more disheartening given that protection clauses in the law like violence against women act vawa were established to prevent hospitals and healthcare providers from billing survivors after their assault still many providers in the country have figured out how to tack on extra fees michelle katz a licensed practical nurse health insurance advocate and author of healthcare for less um the uh one-on-one health insurance tips and healthcare made easy tells teen vogue she says that depending on the facilities physicians often charge a professional component associated with their expert reading of the diagnostic or lab work a site fee for the cost of the room and equipment and a technical fee for the kit itself this begs the questions are hospitals unnecessarily billing survivors yes sounds like they are to me uh what can't the money from the insurance company they basically found out that they were going to end up quote unquote doing this work for free so they just came up with ways outside the system to charge someone for being sexually assaulted because they're like i still did labor i want my money um yeah so it's it's just it's 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 fucked up um that's what happened when shit is for profit too yep that's that's exactly it when when you're when when your healthcare system is about making money you know yeah, and it's not about healthy people yeah that's why nobody gives a fuck about being healthy they just want to pump you full of pills and medications yeah but when it's about that um i mean not that that wouldn't happen in a in a in a different situation but when the point is you have to make money to live or to pay off the student loans or whatever right everything becomes money it doesn't matter whether there's no sacred thing whether it's sexual assault um whether it's uh you know you were physically if you were attacked in a hate crime hey we got to send you a bill we we did the work so um that yeah and that's just another thing we don't think about when people say stuff like casually say stuff like all oh, these bitches be accused of men or rape to take them it's like so then they just got an extra 750 dollars sitting around so they can make a false accusation for tests that are going to come back negative that they know was no assault like who how do you think that works come on how many people don't even accuse somebody or press charges because they know i don't got 750 dollars to go get a bunch of kits and, and shit done so they can send me a bill later and these are the insured people come on so then you have the uninsured people i don't have seven thousand dollars so apparently if you sexually assault me you just gonna get away with it because i don't got seven thousand dollars to pay anybody you know like that's the things that are, i think often get this don't even get considered when we come up when we talk about sexual assault accusations even you know people wonder why i err on the side of believing victims this is why because it's like everything stacked against you to say don't say shit so when you say something it should be people out there that's at least willing to consider that you're telling the truth right and 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 the, and the thing that kills me is that is a one or two percent quote unquote chance i think it's less than that that the person being sexually assaulted is lying but most people 99.99 percent of people they're telling the motherfucking truth they're telling the truth and the system is designed to kind of fight against them when it comes to these things and people act like uh after you've been violated by being sexually assaulted then you turn around and you're fucking violated again because they don't tell you when they do these tests they up all up in your offices and and scraping shit and taking blood and 
uh uh plucking pubic hair all kinds of shit it i mean it is not pretty and people act like this is just a clean oh you just you're just supposed to not say nothing at the end of the day that's what people want people want people to shut up and be quiet because truth be told they don't want to think about it but a lot of these people are the quote-unquote good people yeah so i just i don't know think about that when you think about say before you get ready to say some shit like you know these women just out here accusing trying to bring a man down think about what you actually saying because there's a financial social and mental cost to all this shit and we can't just keep dismissing it or acting shocked um you know every time somebody's accused of some shit right um, and yes. smart is bringing up something good like a lot of times when you go into these places these people are insensitive they don't care they ask you a lot of invasive questions they make assumptions why they round down their numbers they, and they poking in pride and for those of you that don't got vaginas you know they probably have to do a pap smear so they taking shit and slamming it all up in your vagina and shit like that or or you know if 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 uh if it's your anus, they, you know, slamming all stuff in there, just treating your body like trash after you have been fucking sexually assaulted. Yeah, there, I mean, you know, it's just a lot uh, to the process, and I think people don't understand it, so then they, you know, because of that, they start going, I don't believe these bitches and stuff. And and I'm talking about, um, I'm not just talking about these MRA, ashy, hotel Mm-mm. niggas. I'm talking about a lot of men who would call themselves good men correct you know immediately hop to the side of these bitches be out here trying to trap niggas immediately you know and i think people need to sit back and question themselves um because one you don't have to rush in with a hot take no number one you don't but number two if, if your hot take always gravitates towards the side of these famous men just keep getting accused of shit or these you know the or not fa- just men these police like think about it before you say that shit because it's the same shit people say about black people when we talk about police violence towards yeah, us I see no difference, it's right. the same shit that happens when you're at work and you accuse somebody of racism uh it's the same shit that happens when um you know uh in a lot of these situations that you wouldn't be on that side of that but once it becomes a gender thing you immediately hop on the side of men you know it's just interesting that that happens um and not even men you immediately hop on the side of the person who is uh being accused because in some cases it's not even men some, mm-hmm. like not- and sometimes the victim could be a man correct or the uh, survivor could be a man and people still do the uh nope it's gotta all be made up or some bullshit or whatever um yeah, you go against this masculinity but that wouldn't fucking matter right right i mean look at uh africa bambada was as remember when he was accused and it was all men they they you know former boys children that he was accused of having sex with uh of raping and then uh people were already it can't be him man that brother invented the beatbox or some shit you're like what does that have to do those two things have nothing to do with each other Mm-mm. it's just about somehow preserving i think in a lot of people's minds they would rather wish that a sexual assault hadn't taken place but that wishful thinking is also harming the people who from keeping people from getting justice you know it's the same wishful thinking people have when they think about george zimmerman they would like to hope that that dude wasn't a racist bigot that walked and stalked on a a a teenage black kid and killed him on his way home getting starbursts or whatever skittles or something like that they would like to hope that that's not what happened so that's what they decided in their mind it didn't happen they decided that it, it just something else happened 
they can't tell you what because it goes against all the forensic evidence but they just don't want to sit up there and think that that's what happened they want it's just a misunderstanding he didn't mean to do that all that shit all the other evidence doesn't matter that happens with sexual assault a lot uh amongst people anyway um oh mayor announces a free community college plan as part of her crime fighting plan uh mayor Catherine Pugh um unveiled her crime fighting plan wednesday um matter of fact i wonder if i can play this hold on i think i might be able to play this video and if mayor Catherine Pugh is banking on a holistic approach to crime fighting with an eye on the future we're giving our young people hope hope in the form of attending baltimore city community college for free costing the city 1.5 million dollars starting in 2018 our two-year commitment to them is a associate degree or a certificate because we're now partnering with some of our cybersecurity um, firms at Baltimore City Community College and so some of those young people can go into those programs. Those who don't go to college, the city is looking for a commitment of 500 to 1,000 jobs for young people from the business community. The mayor is filling two key positions to help her carry out her crime-fighting strategy. You know, my first priority is, is defining um, the mission of the mayor's office of criminal justice. Drew Vetter will also be involved in implementing the consent decree. Kendra Parlock is the new director of CityStat. She prefers calling it City Smart. So we are we're in the process of identifying what those key performance indicators are and, and what those metrics are. So that's priority number one. It's going to take all of us to really um, stop the crime in Baltimore City. The mayor wants 18-year-olds to start in the cadet program, allow retired officers return in supervisory positions, secure state funding license plate readers, install gunshot detection units, secure funding for mobile crime lab vehicles. She wants methadone patients to be given a month's supply through telemedicine, which will include pharmacists. Come on. She wants to expand the city police homeless outreach teams and build housing for the homeless. Again, I'm very excited about the direction that we're going in. The mayor's plan helps ex-cons find jobs. It creates a one-day work, one-day pay initiative and strengthens the Safe Streets program. Reporting live from City Hall, David Collins, WBAL-TV 11 News. That's what I'm talking about. And people going to fight her like fucking hell not to implement that come through progressive mayor bay uh right, that's what you need because shit like that is what changes communities shit like that is what <clears throat> causes prosperity shit like that is what give people hope that don't have hope <laughs> you know shit like that is for the people who out there right now in that area that was like i would like to go to college but i i ain't got the 500 dollars a semester or whatever it is to go she like if you come over here we'll get you that degree like the shit she it's like the shit she is doing now you might not see the end you might not see the results of that for a few years but it's gonna be a a net positive result but the problem is people don't want to invest that money up front if you're willing to invest into the community the community will turn around and then invest back into you yeah i just think um well one it's a shame that she doesn't have a national federal administration that would back her up on some of this because making baltimore safe part of that is working with the u.s department of justice to improve policing baltimore policing right so you know that's not gonna help um she's gonna be kneecapped on that shit 
um but also these plans matter because you have to have a holistic approach and this is what happens when you think people are people um, right because um we have in this country a lot of mercy when it's a white person offending something whether well, yesterday we just read an article about welfare fraud that was a bunch of white people in this white part of town in new jersey and they got amnesty program you know they got an amnesty program we don't when it's not a white person we are so punitive in this country we think a black person's person place in this country is six feet under or in the jail right that's how we think of black people in this country like we don't typically think of black people as occupying spaces of power we don't think of them as citizens with full rights of other citizens in america we think of black people as less than and it's our conditioning in this country from inception you know you can't have slavery for 400 years and then you know click your fingers and all of a sudden everybody goes well none of the mental hurdles that that happened during those 400 and something years none of that shit it matters anymore no it's, it's gonna always matter um so yeah we think of we think of people less than but this is what happened when you put somebody in power a black woman um who looked at the community and goes when we talk about getting people off of drugs when we talk about keeping people off the corner when we talk about people keeping people from committing crime what are the things that can help this community do that you know um and i will add this thing to it um that i think is uh even more important um she tends to lean towards an investment in the community of black people that i think when we talk about the agendas of politicians nationally like bernie sanders and stuff this is one of the huge holes in his agenda to me you know because you have to if you're not you can't just simply say free college because that's cool too but then policing has to be a part of that getting people off of drugs has to be a part of that like like it has to be more than just well once the economy is going it'll work out that it won't some of these elements are systemic and they have to be confronted from a from a system basis from a from a from a point of changing the way that we think and the way that the government works um and uh you know on a local basis now i don't i don't live in baltimore i do not know the ins and outs of what people think about Catherine uh pew and and whatnot i'm sure there's it's baltimore uh there's all kinds of politics and all types of stuff going on i i can't you know i'm sure someone can write in and be like this is why i fuck her or whatever i just know hearing this i'm like i i wish we had this more places where there are black people that are struggling because we need this you know because the thing about society that like i said you have to have a holistic view if you don't pay for the school you'll be paying for the prison time right all of this shit matters people don't go away right like all a lot of people don't understand that it's not poof be gone right whether it's federal money for prison or federal money for a school what's what do you think is better for society right pay now pay later dog they will funnel into the place you put the money i guarantee you that that's what society will guarantee that's what capitalism guarantees wherever you put the money is where the people will go so if you put the money in schools the people will be in school if you put the money in a prison the people will be in prison if you put the money in these uh these these schools that are basically juvenile detention centers all of a sudden magically kids start getting funneled over there all the time you know and when we look at who gets funneled over there huh it's brown people right um all right but anyway i I love that uh that approach you know i'll put it that way 
um let's see what else happens um a bushwick pizza festival was a scam they charge patrons 75 dollars to eat cold slices in the parking lot what in new york in brooklyn new york home of the slice y'all paying 75 dollars you mean the gentrification because that ain't the same brooklyn Mm-hmm. yeah that's why you can charge 75 dollars a slice it was in brooklyn karen the new gentrified brooklyn you want that original brooklyn pizza seventy five dollars seventy five dollars to eat a thin slab of cold pizza in an old parking lot is what people were paying i don't know if you can see the picture in the chat yet but yes i can look how small that plate is and how small that pizza is and it looks terrible it honestly looks like they took a piece of bread and put a little bit of cheese on it and cut it in a slice um that's horrible i'm disgusted yeah that's 100 percent white because hmm? they'd have been like uh they had a big brawl out at the pizza place where niggas paid 75 dollars and they burnt that motherfucker up this is a rotten scam they promote um i don't think black people would have paid for this this is a no they right no 75 dollars this is a rotten that's scam. what i'm saying no they wouldn't have and if they pay 75 dollars oh some oh somebody getting the whole pizza this is a rotten scam they promoted this is a pizza festival uh the writers uh the wrote the organizers at the pizza festival scam victims facebook group uh damn, they called it they got facebook group uh there were about five pies cut into micro slices of really bad pizza clearly this is a scam uh and the organizers should be held accountable right they should be forced to get their money back uh the new york attorney general has promised to investigate the new york pizza festival uh read the story <laughs> so hey that's an update that the attorney general is getting involved so that's how you know it's white people can't tell me it's gonna be a fight no you know it's white people when the new york attorney general is like i'm gonna look into this <laughs> but, but not about racial shit fuck you the festival which was held in a park we are outraged because they didn't give them the proper gouda cheese pizza pizza <laughs> the festival which was held in a parking lot near flushing and knickerbocker avenues on saturday not the knickerbocker avenue mm-hmm. uh it was advertising an eclectic tasting of the best pizza in new york city but what guests found was a small selection of cold small slices on paper plates 75 dollars they made out I, I feel like it was some black people that organized this got all that money give them dominoes let's go right hurry up before they get here the attendee connell burke told a gothamist reporter who uh originally reported the story that the event reminded him of a notoriously unluxurious luxury retreat where guests paid thousands of dollars to sleep in fema style tents and eat out of styrofoam cups it was like the people from the fire festival decided to throw a pizza party he said <laughs> oh so he got he sound like he got got by both both of them uh i mean i guess he remembered it uh, i don't think he signed up for both but i guess he saw the news on uh both of them mm, 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 yeah and you you talking about i'm paying 75 dollars for a pizza party the location better better not be the pickle wig and parking lot else we got problems yeah i already know who i'm blaming for this i think we're on the same page guys Blame for everything. 
where my money at dog he's supposed to do a concert at the pizza place well my ain't no ain't no pepperonis on this ah! help me jaru um but yeah uh is this real cheddar cheese he said uh burke said fellow party patrons agree with his assessment one person buck Lafleur, wrote on twitter on facebook i paid 74 dollars for the vip <laughs> oh shit oh shit i get a little bit of extra cheese see you ain't a vip you get some crust okay? <laughs> you get dipping sauce mm-hmm. what you want some marinara mr vip i know right go you get a table for your pizza <laughs> Uh, when I got to the pizza festival at 7.13 p.m., they ran out. No pizza at all. Damn. They supposed to keep some pizza in the VIP section. Come on now. It was nothing but Jesus that stopped me from flipping over those tables, wrote Vanessa ah! D. Kissy. Yes! Now see, that had to be a black woman. Can't say there wasn't no <laughs> black people at there. <laughs> i feel like if it Shout was- out to Vanessa. She was like, I will tear this bitch up. I feel like only black people incite the name of Jesus. <laughs> That's the only thing stopping them from putting their hands around your throat. I'm, like, I'm looking up her Facebook right now. What Vanessa was like, if it was not for the Lord on your side, I'd have killed you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I feel like only 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 black people give Jesus the credit for mm-hmm. not fucking. Yep, like if, it's if, a black woman. Yeah, she was like, if it wasn't for the blood, oh, I'd have took you out, dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm but yeah she 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 probably she probably looking like y'all better thank god i'm i'm not what i used to be seventy four dollars i'm table flipping mad too what be like uh yeah but it was nothing but but jesus that stopped me from flipping over those tables who drove she drove from her with her brother from albany new york to attend the festival she she added she would add to the organized she would add the organized to her prayers god would deal with them accordingly the fact that my friend and I spent $55 each for such a shitty event like this is unbelievable, said Patsy Juarez. All we got was warm, wet, red wine that tasted like ass. Yeah, wine is not good warm. I disagree. Some wine is good with room temperature. So. Well, if it tastes like ass, it definitely ain't good, but yeah. Well, it wouldn't be good if it was cold either, Karen. Cold ass, hot ass, ass. One angry pizza seeker got a message. <laughs> One angry pizza seeker got pizza seeker got a message from organizers Apuntunpu, who call themselves an archive of bands on their Facebook page, blaming the party rental company Hangry Garden for the party's problems, which also included an hour long wait for the doors to open. They faked us, uh, faked us. I think they meant fu- they fucked us up with the venue. The text message reads, "That's very professional." What the hell that got to do with the food? Hangry Garden delayed this event by an hour, but the party rental supply company disputed these allegations on Facebook, arguing that they did not produce the event and could not be held responsible for its flaws. Right, right. That makes sense. Y'all and people ain't mad about the venue. They mad about the goddamn food. 
what did y'all do with all this money we did not produce saturday's burger and pizza event we were hired as a vendor for our furniture and games however we backed out of our rank that arrangement because they misrepresented it misrepresented what they were capable of providing and we care more about creating a great experience than a bottom line any inquiries about ticket refunds or anything having to do with the event should be directed to the event producers at on eventbrite we at hangry garden apologize for any inconvenience this has caused as a way to lessen the sting please send us an email with proof of purchase of the tickets and we will send you two free drink tickets to our next genuine hangry garden experience you know what happened this place showed up they was like oh y'all motherfuckers ain't organized mm-hmm. i guarantee you somebody got there called their boss and was like hey boss boss this shit fucked up they not organized they're not together they boss was like get your ass out of there mm-hmm. and they left I-, I don't blame them because that's the representation of them too meanwhile the angry pizza seekers are organizing an event of their own filing complaints in mass to eventbrite the new york state bureau of consumer fraud and protection and the new york city consumer affairs department and anyone else they can think of mm-hmm. yeah david flores report recommended report it as a scam to your credit card companies my dudes mm-hmm. i feel you my dude back. Mm-hmm. do what he say my dudes um all right let's see what else we got here oh here's one um it's a little bit sad uh an italian couple and their son died at the solfortara volcano crater oh how did this happen uh, yeah um it's near naples uh the drama unfolded during a family trip at the end of the school holidays uh when the 11 year old walked past a barrier into a prohibited area this is why i'm never having kids oh i mean they tell you don't walk past the barrier <laughs> and this baby is old enough to read do not enter you 11 years old come so. on you 11 come on man you know better like we can't blame the volcano for being a volcano <laughs> the volcano gone volcano dog come on man uh but yeah he walked past there when his parents tried to pull him to safety part of the crater collapsed and they fell 10 feet into a hole oh also oh, trying to get his ass out of there everybody end up going down and it's thought that all three were overcome by fumes their seven-year-old son did not enter the crater and survive so he probably had to watch oh and they probably left him behind they're like hold on while we go get your dumb ass brother whoops yep. everybody went down the hole yep that's how you gotta deal with these kids yeah the seven-year-old was smart they're like i'm i'm not dealing with that you try to raise them from the crater to the grave apparently Salvatara uh Pozuli is one of a number of volcanoes to the west of Naples and is popular with tourists. Um Oh wait, and then um Yeah, yeah, okay, I said they got overcame with fuel fumes. A dormant volcano that last erupted in eleven ninety-eight. It has a shallow crater and is known for its sulfurous fumes and emissions of steam ah so they fell down in there and that shit just took them right on out well apparently there's quicksand all around it the family was visiting from miolo near venice in northeastern italy reports said the parents were both in their 40s italian reports named three as massimiliano cara tiziana zaramella and their son lorenzo uh the the area where they died is known for a type of quicksand where the ground is prone to crumbling and that's probably why they was like do not enter mm-hmm. come um, over here at your own risk right 
ashes to ashes come on dust dust when the boy went into the quicksand his father tried to help him out and fell into the pit his mother went to their aid and all three were thought to have become trapped and lost consciousness because of the poison gas and gases uh the local civilian protection department said that inside the pit was boiling hot mud oh because it's just ridiculously hot so everything in there just oh my goodness mm-hmm. uh when the boy went into the quicksand father trying to help that okay firefighters managed to recover the three bodies and the pozzuli mayor vincenzo figliola said that he had never come across such a tragedy at the site in 40 years the surviving son was taken to a bar close to the entrance where the owner armando guerrero told la republica we tried to calm him down as he was obviously very shocked he was repeatedly asking for the rest of his family right mm-hmm. and now you got to try to find out where his family is where his family is and get them there and wow mm-hmm. um the seven-year-old was later looked at for by social workers and a psychologist he was due to be reunited with his grandparents later so okay they did find his family yeah, this definitely outside in the United States. They was like, baby, how's your mental health? Yeah. They don't do that shit in America. Mm-hmm. Fuck you and your mental health here. Um, a local worker at the site, Diego Vitagliano, uh, said the accident was the worst thing he had seen in his life. So. Hot boiling mud? Yeah, that's, oh, that was probably an instant death. Oh yeah, there ain't no lava soap down there. That's boiling ass mud, dog. Mud. And not for no goddamn mud bath either. Right, you gonna you gonna die. Oh well, magma mia. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> Trying to get to the, the crust of the situation, you guys. Know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, nobody likes these. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> look we ain't shit either okay mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. don't don't get it twisted okay sometimes we're not we're not on the up and up mm-mm. we all can do better mm-mm. i tried to stifle these jokes they just erupted on me <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry Sometimes we just explode on the situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's a lot of y'all out there that think y'all hate us right now, but y'all know y'all love us. <laughs> All right. Now moving on. Uh <laughs> Mm. all right uh (laughs) next uh, (laughs) we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people 
that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay <sighs> sorry about those hot takes last segment oh oh <laughs> See, that's what happened. We blow up, y'all. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you started it. <laughs> All right, let's uh move on. Uh, oh wait, why well, am I in guest race? I'm not fucking with black people. I'm blaming it on the wine. <laughs> uh, you want it therapy wine? sarah sanders cuts off black reporter as she grills her over whether trump will appoint a new black aide uh without even having to look at the article you know the black reporter gotta be april ryan sarah sanders hate april ryan dog this racist ass white house um let me see how i play this oh wait is it still on screen nope i need to share my screen dog mm-hmm. all right give me a second guys sorry about that and then we'll put this on here all right let's see if i can play this wait how long is this video i might just have to hey, oh. Sarah, um, we don't see it uh, what other topics you oh. say you don't okay it showed up okay here we go on the table with the president um, beyond Charlottesville and uh, They talked about tax reform. They talked about uh, moving uh, to a looking at different ways to bring the country together and about continuing ongoing conversations, making sure that they stayed in constant contact with one another and having a pretty open and regular conversation. Conversations about HBCUs in this meeting and HBCUs were not discussed in the meeting okay. today. Well, and, and, and uh, sources saying that there was a conversation about a request from black Republicans to have a high-ranking uh, black Republican within this administration who knows issues and understands how to how Washington up and down Pennsylvania Avenue works. Was that a conversation in this meeting? Uh, there's certainly conversations about adding additional personnel uh, that can tap into um, the African American community that did come up. Yes. So, so where did that where did that go? What did the president say about a that? A commitment to absolutely work with Senator Scott to look uh, to do exactly that, and for the two of them to continue to have those conversations, for his viewpoints to continue to be expressed directly to the president. Did they speak of certain issues or certain people as it related to that topic about bringing new specific people didn't come up like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, like oh you gonna answer my question yeah i would say um it's interesting because i don't know the full workings of the white house press conference thing i don't feel like she necessarily cut april off but she definitely had no answer beyond that point um says the himself and it was kind of clear that there was no more dialogue that was to be had um and they have a history going back of sarah uh sanders um getting the attitude april ryan so i think that might be where that's coming from um you know it's on rawstory.com i think they might have oversold it a bit in the title um 
but uh yeah so zero to 100 karen oh it's always a hundred when it comes to this black woman in this administration because as far as they're concerned they don't want a black ass in there in the first place because the other dude got an attitude with it one time made a big old deal it's like anybody that's up there was like not you a hundred a hundred for me as well it's just more about the administration for me that's a hundred like that exchange wasn't i've seen worse exchanges Mm -hmm. um but it's more about just the general feeling i have about yeah. the white house and my and thing is, is is putting a pair of titties up there don't erase the bullshit y'all talking about don't care it's still 100 porsche that porsche driver we talked about yesterday who shot a homeless man and left him to die mm-hmm. she was previously arrested on assault charges Mm-hmm. but she was allowed to <clears throat> to drive away and go home yep her daddy been getting her off a lot of bullshit yeah so this interesting i guess it's not really a fuck with black people that's just an update i don't even know why i put that in that second you are 100 uh all right uh <laughs> uh let's see what else happened um oh where did i put this article is it not in here let me check one more place uh yeah okay the white house wants espn's jamel hill fired for stating facts for 100 yeah jamel hill said on twitter uh when talking about um uh trump and his administration um uh she she basically said that look uh he's a white supremacist surrounded by white supremacists because somebody asked her about it uh espn uh yeah so yeah on twitter she said uh white he's a white supremacist who has largely surrounded himself with other white supremacists um i don't know guys it's been 24 hours i can't find a lie still we have an apb out on the lie and it has not been found it uh i don't know if the lie is living off the grid uh maybe the lie is deceased maybe it's gotten out of the country somehow but the lie be on the lookout for the lie because the motherfucker is really really hard to spot right now um it's like will swallow though you ain't gonna find him yeah uh well espn wait who wells fargo who's no, that uh wells waldo waldo oh waldo okay yeah yeah i'm sorry if i mispronounced that wells waldo no no no, no. the lie is carmen san diego right now okay oh, yes, where the world? <laughs> i don't know well in the world is carmen san diego yeah i don't know where the hell is the lie okay uh espn came out and apologized for hill's tweets uh not because espn believes she's wrong but because espn is owned by disney and disney doesn't play that shit if you've been to disney world you know that they on the day-to-day you're surrounded by magical fake shit this is from the root.com guys uh you'll have a hard time believing that famine and hurricanes and senseless violence of black bodies fell by cops ever existed but yeah it's weird because people keep trying to blame espn on it i mean disney on this and abc on this but i mean espn is the company dog they are they told them not to talk about trump like essentially um and it's increasingly difficult to do that and be a black person in america that is paying attention to the news you know like mother and and here's here's the thing uh jamel hill experiences so much on a daily basis of racism and misogyny come on on her on her social Social media media. experience something something that one even a person like me can find will find it hard to comprehend okay and i'm a person that gets harassed but not nearly as much as jamel and it's all day every day she's called all types of names bitches whores sluts she's threatened with rape she like like they when she log on it's thousands upon thousands 
it's motherfuckers that just hate her yeah uh and and so just for being a black woman speaking about sports right um and and being a black woman who speaks about sports and isn't scared of her blackness she's not running around like sage still talking about black people the real racist and make america great again and shit so she catches flack in a way that a lot of people don't see and i and say he still catches flack in a way that people don't see Correct. Uh, just because i don't agree with her i think she's fucked up doesn't mm, mean that the harassment she sees isn't um real isn't worse than it would be for someone if it was a man or if it was a white person saying the same things Correct. You know? um but um at any rate uh she catches this stuff all day every day and so her reaction and her experience is different mm-hmm. you know um so be it disney be it espn or whatever basically they have this rule of just don't talk about the president um yeah, don't say anything too bad about the president that's almost impossible yeah that's that's like the general rule that espn has you know uh when it was bill simmons he got in trouble for talking shit about roger goodell you know like they have general like hey let's let's watch taking it too far with this that and the other but how do you do that as a person who gets called who is literally experiencing a higher level of harassment since this dude took office come on it went up it didn't go down it went up i'm supposed to notice it and not say anything and honestly there's no white person on this earth that can even understand what it's like so they get to set the rules but they don't get to they don't live under these rules they think it's just white people in most for the most part and especially white men think that you can just ignore this shit and it's because they can because it's only a certain amount of their day you know literally if they just don't want to see certain topics they don't want to think about it they don't want to read it it's that easy for them but for a lot of people who are living with the with the topics of these things it's not as easy as just turning off the TV and living in a fa- fantasy world or or just talk about, you know, oh, it doesn't bother me. Like, it, it bothers us. We're human beings. So that's they want a superhuman amount of effort from the black people that work there in a place where it's under uh, scrutiny in the public because as they increase the jobs of black people there, as they increase the jobs of women there, as they increase the jobs for LGBTQ people there at ESPN, they become this symbol for a lot of people who hate uh black brown lgbtq people they become this and women they become this symbol for oh they're trying to be liberal now keep in mind the same network employs some of the biggest fucking conservative sports figures out there you know like they like it's literally good for the goose good for the gander they don't care they got bo cephas singing the fucking monday night football again you know they got um that will kane dude that that is a rising star quote-unquote uh on their network like they don't they have conservative people there but it's just this huge double standard right um i was reading an article about jamel and mike and they they do the six o'clock sports center which you know this is the the double this is the box this is the box of prime time what's the box of black success in the in the public space right like Mm -hmm. it's that box where we need them to do a show that's like his and hers that's super black super woke liberal funny all the shit that they always have done and we want to have a good time with them but at the same time 
the whole time they've been doing that white people have been like i hate that shit a lot of not all but a lot a lot of white people they have the bigger that spotlight gets the bigger that group of white people gets the more angry they get the more vocal they get so they have to deal with that level of pressure and there's this double standard where bill simmons and uh, and jamel said this in the article i read bill simmons and scott van pelt they reference boys in the hood or some movie or some pop culture thing and it's oh my god look at these cool guys they're so cool Oh, Bill Simmons did a 90210 fantasy basketball draft mix-up. It was so funny. What 90210 character would LeBron James be? Oh, my God. So good. Yet, you let Jamel and Mike do a Boys in the Hood parody about Kyrie Irving and and LeBron James. Oh, well, get this black shit off my TV. It's that double standard, man. So, you know, and, and this is the other thing I say all the time real diversity is you don't just get to get the black person on your screen they're a whole person so if something racist happens to them and they talk about it that's part of them working there too you know what i mean like if if they notice that the president and and what what a lot of people are finding out only eight months into this presidency there is no two sides there is no there is no neutrality is what i mean there are two sides there's no true true neutrality when when president trump goes on tv and says there's good people on the side of white supremacy and good people on the side of black lives matter and that false equivalency that's where we have the okay this dude's a white supremacist when you look at his cabinet members and the people he surrounds himself in his administration and it's steve bannon and it's and it's jeff sessions we we get to call a spade a spade so to speak um so she told the truth and apparently that's what you can't do uh because it made people feel uncomfortable and they were able to rally behind that and espn pr issued an apology saying like we talked to her and she knows that she did is wrong jamel hasn't said anything now i don't know if she's like kind of because sometimes they do this thing where they're like look don't tweet for how many days and you know right I, I remember when bo wore that shirt you know um they, people was calling for his job and shit but um you know so so i understand how it goes but um yeah the white house a government entity the government entity um sarah sanders was calling for jamel hill to be fired over it where are my freedom of speech warriors come on because y'all get real quiet when it's Kaepernick. Y'all get real quiet when it's Michael Bennett. And y'all real quiet about Jamel Hill. And in Jamel Hill's case, it is literally a government entity trying to make sure that she gets silenced. They are literally interfering with free speech. Now, y'all motherfuckers will fucking jump up for Milo, uh, Yakin Lalalus. Y'all will jump up for that dude. Y'all will go up for fucking uh, PewDiePie or whoever the fuck. Y'all will go up for Tommy Lauren. Hey, it's a healthy debate. People should be allowed to have opinions. Where the fuck are y'all? Where is all that? Where's Flag Avatar? Oh, it's in Jamel's mention. Calling her all kinds of names. When one of those fucking white supremacists that went to those marches gets fired or gets kicked out of school, you see all these people. I'm uncomfortable with where this is going pretty soon you won't be able to get fired just for just for breathing what if i just happen to be walking past the march trying to get a soda and someone takes a picture of me now i don't have a job 
but yet we have a actual freedom of speech issue right now because like b- before with espn being even if espn would have been like hey you're suspended from the air or whatever that's actually not really a freedom of speech issue they told you not to say something you said it anyway regardless of it being true or not right that's company policy the, po- the company says right. you gotta miss some days at work it sucks but but if they told you ahead of time what can i really say honestly you know and from my understanding there's a like y'all can't talk about donald trump thing they have you know um but 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 the, but but for me it's like when the white house is now calling for someone's job you know especially after the last eight years we watched people literally the person in the white house make outrageous lies about the other person that was in the white house like we watched donald trump say obama wasn't american and he needed to see his birth certificate we watched him question his grades um we watched an entire movement of people become form around that the tea party and the birther movement we watched that in america um and 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 not once did the president president barack obama come out and be like hey these people need to be fired from their jobs hey um this person wrote an article about me and i didn't like it so this person needs to be you need to get rid of them not once people got mad at president obama for just taking offense to the libelous shit that they wrote like if he'd be like that's not how that happened and why are you writing shit about me being a birthday they'd be like oh god the president's so upset i just can't deal with this he's see you guys think he's perfect but he gets mad when we call him a king you know it's like how's that a knock on him okay whatever this white house calls for someone to be fired for essentially telling the truth in a private business in a corporation that has nothing to do with the white house but yet uh like i said i don't see my free speech warriors out i don't see them out you know i don't see the people that offend the pewdiepie out i, I don't see y'all so uh zero to 100 karen oh 100 yeah that's 100 for me as well um but yeah it was just it was so ridiculous that was such a ridiculous thing um and that motherfucker is a white supremacist yes so i don't know you know and honestly dog like i hear what people saying maybe the threats will matter i i hear y'all but um i i I honestly don't know um I, i i honestly don't know what uh a boycott of espn is gonna do uh i don't know uh i don't know i don't know what can be done about it we'll see hopefully she doesn't get fired and then we just won't have to worry about that but you just never know you know um i also noticed this trend april ryan maxine waters jamel hill kamala harris uh all the founders of black lives matter um many many activists black women on the front lines of this shit a lot of cases the face of the revolution the face of the fight against this shit and paying the highest cost right being singled out you know l'oreal last week you know i'm just noticing the pattern you know susan rice like the people that are actively fighting against this shit on a, in, in so many cases black women and the people that are targeted for the harassment targeted to be taken down targeted for their employment all that shit black women 
you know it's not lost on me and i hope it's not lost on everybody that's watching this shit you know that's not the only person ever say some shit about trump come on you know but suddenly she's the face of everything bad about you know uh espn and and the black people that are working there and shit um it's sad because these you know espn is making the trolls that troll her every day happy with this bullshit you know because they feel like their actions are justified yeah it's and it's honestly it's a fundamental dis- difference I, I was talking to someone about this on twitter the other day because i like I, i've been responding to trolls about whenever they say something they get mad at something i said like oh you said this and they and most of the time they're proving me right with what they're saying uh i'll make a joke out of it and then i block them that's what i do it's funny to me fuck them i don't do it for every one of them i don't even know what, if i had to put a percentage on it i'd say 10 to 20 percent of the people that say something fucked up that i'll be like okay but this is why what you said is stupid and blocked you know whatever to me it's entertaining it's funny whatever but this person was like why are you giving them a platform i was like if mocking them is giving them a platform then we disagree i don't feel like it's a platform i don't i don't think it's the same as me trying to actually engage them in a spirited debate or bringing them on my podcast or whatever um now maybe that person would handle it differently you're allowed to handle it differently i'm not telling anyone how to run their timeline uh the only thing i have on a timeline is either follow or unfollow block or mute i don't have you know i'm not here to tell somebody what to do um but it's it's this thing where uh in corporate spaces with public personalities white people often tell marginalized people not even white people people of privilege often tell people other people how the correct response should be to harassment right you know people that have, don't have to deal with the harassment and if you will find and it's not a coincidence that in general the more privileged the person the more they're like well just don't respond to it because it's not their reality they just don't deal with it often enough for it to be a problem either that or in many cases they're on the side of the harassers so to them it's like well what would be the problem with someone saying i just think all lives matter a hundred times in your mentions that day why would you be upset by that you're like they don't get it because they would never have to get it because it didn't pertain to them well that's the kind of thing that i see with jamel and all these other people is you know with bomani people always every time bomani goes on a podcast people always ask him about twitter and how he responds to his trolls like he's like you don't i'm not stressed out i'm not mad it's just funny to me i make a joke out of it block them that's the end of it and they're like yeah but should you really even respond it's like oh you you just literally can't grasp it Mm-mm. you know you can't even grasp it like I understand too your life is too good quote unquote it's too much privilege in your life right. nobody fucks with you you know so yeah i don't know what a boycott will do same way i don't know what a boycott with the kaepernick shit supposed to do but um you know good luck man i I, more importantly i just hope she doesn't lose her job over this shit because she told the goddamn truth and 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 fuck the white house for that come on this is not no goddamn dictatorship right um so yeah uh and and i guess i hate to keep harboring but even when i watch like sage still gets to have an opinion she gets to call a bunch of protesters idiots and shit like that she gets to do that you know like this is the thing there are no neutral sides on this shit you are with them or you are with us 
that is just how it is there is no more trump has passed impartiality oh that is done if you don't take a side you are on that side that's it come now. on inaction is a is an action right like that is it now like these people that you know uh if if, if say still can't be punished for saying black people are people that are really racist then jamel can't be punished for calling the president a white supremacist come on no. like i just don't see the difference in those two things like if you're you know and i'm not talking about right or wrong i'm saying literally if you have picked a principle of we're staying out of it then stay the fuck out of it because this arbitrary rule of like well don't talk about trump nigga he do something crazy every day he gonna get talked about your fans are talking about him the people that watch a show are talking about him they're in these mentions of these people talking about him they're harassing these people talking about him what the fuck so the only people that can talk about are the people that like him guess what you picked a side if the only time someone can bring up trump is to be like he's a great guy i love that guy new session you picked a side so i think that's a big part of it um oh yeah all right going to session two Hold on. sorry about that everyone uh all right and i'm on camera and i need to invite you black people back all my sage steals and jason whitlocks <laughs> and i need to put you back on screen sorry about that wasn't paying attention all right um anyway 100 right mm-hmm. uh let's see what else we got michigan business closed after owner slurs fellow lions fans as ignorant niggers for anthem protest mm. i wonder why he closed uh a detroit business was inexplicably inexplicably closed monday after its owner used a racial racial slur against two fellow lions fans who declined to stand for the national anthem david doptis who owns a restaurant supply company in pontiac posted a photo on social media of a black woman and man sitting down as other fans take part in the star spangled banner ahead of the sunday's nfl game you want to sit down for the national anthem doptis wrote you don't look you don't like out you don't like out country get the fuck out with two t three t's mm. well racist people in spelling do not go well together ignorant people in spelling dumb people in spelling they don't go hand in hand and the photo was captioned ignorant niggers mm. stacy graham a live season ticket holder said that uh she had been sitting uh out the national anthem since the last year because she disagreed with the song's reference to killing emancipated slaves in the third verse everyone everybody has an opinion graham told wjbk he probably could have struck stuck with he wishes we would have stood and i would have been like okay but to write that under our picture no words doctors on sunday denied posting the photo and the racist caption but he offered another explanation in the follow-up facebook post before deleting his social media account i didn't post any love that bullshit don't they i didn't post any pictures any collages anything i don't know where that even came from i got screenshots what are we talking about shit is forever i think he's the same person that logged into ted cruz's account <laughs> he did not respond to follow-up requests for a comment and his business restaurant liquidation au- auctions was closed monday without explanation graham said he hosts the lines cancel adopted season ticket license or moves her to another section we got build our country back together we got to come together whatever that may mean are we together when you calling me a nigger when you disagree with me no how together do you think we are because see i didn't start that separation 
the third verse of that that song is about catching slaves and killing them and shit i i don't know this ain't i'm not proud of that song it doesn't make me feel like rah rah it doesn't make me feel more american it doesn't make me root for the military any of that shit Mm-mm. so we already divided what are you trying to do to make me feel included maybe stop singing that song find another song why don't we do lift every voice and sing how about that oh they never do that but that's going in the opposite direction direction the racial slur that's going backwards um so um that's what doctor said though um but yeah she's right what what does that mean to come together because we i don't even know what that means right now uh zero to 100 oh, yeah come together while you call me a nigga that's what your come together mean mm-hmm slaves for sale missouri man plans to show he's not racist backfires and neighbors are furious hmm. are they really furious what, what could possibly make that sentence make sense mm, are they really furious or were they trying to buy him a missouri man hung a sign advertising slaves for sale because he was tired of being called a racist for flying a confederate flag oh it's a sarcastic slaves for sale guys with a not sarcastic confederate flag up above it richard geisenheyer of liberty says oh that's ironic he says uh he displays the confederate flag to express his anti-government views and he said anyone who's offended by the banner is stupid if people actually believe that a confederate flag stands for slavery well i might as well be just as stupid as they are he told the tv station oh okay can't beat them join them huh you gonna call me a racist i'm gonna be a racist hmm this is a very nice neighborhood in Liberty. People from all races, cultures, and backgrounds live here. It's about as suburban as it gets. So to see a sign hanging on a home that said slaves for nah, sale, well, okay. that rubbed people. Oh, come on, Sarah O'Brien, get it together. The wrong way. And the folks we talked to asked not to be identified. It made me feel hurt. People who live in the neighborhood near Liberty Plaza woke up to this sign at the sign said loaded slaves for sale hanging over a Confederate. Maybe if I pause it, it'll load a little longer. Right, that's what I'm thinking. But uh, yeah, uh, it's like, uh, hey man, it's kind of sexist of you to hold up this sign that says "fuck these, fuck all women." yeah well you know what i'm gonna put cunts below that because y'all know since y'all already think i'm a sexist let me prove that i'm not by being sexist that'll fix that'll that'll show y'all cunts <sighs> oh it's not Hi, even loading on richard geisenheiner home oh get the fuck no way he one of them people with the things for their voice and he got the nerve to be bruh what Come on, man. Matter of flag stand for slavery. Well, I might as well be just as stupid as they are. Geisenheiner says the sign is a reaction. You stupid when you're smoking out no cigarettes? Hmm? Motherfucker. Fuck you, dog. Oh my god. Mm-mm. Reaction to being treated like a racist because he flies a Confederate flag in front of his home. 
He says he's not a racist. If I'd be selling slaves, I'd have to sell one of my grandchildren. But put up the sign to make a political statement. It's for people that are tired of the government telling them what to do and what to think. That is what a Southern rebel is. He's a rebel. You cannot be a fucking Southern accented racist in electronic monotone. I refuse to accept this. No, right. I refuse to niggers get out. You have to go. I refuse to accept that shit. That is such bullshit, bro. Like I, I feel like no, you gotta not be racist. You don't have, you don't get a choice, dog. You do not. You gotta be a better person than this. You gotta take that fucking flag down, okay? It's a lot of fucking other assholes out there, but I, this is where I draw the line. Ah! I'm not taking it from you, bro. I'm sorry. You, you probably smoke a fucking pack of Marlboros a day, and you got the nerve to be out here mad at me. Well, you think I'm racist? I'm gonna put a sign out. I'll suck my dick. You suck my dick instead. No. Flag has, it don't have a damn thing to do with me. Wave it all you want. But this, what offends you is the sign. This idiot with his slaves for sale. Are you freaking kidding me? Some of Geisenheiner's neighbors are highly offended. That was a white dude that was mad too. Shout out to him. You can't come to the cookout because, you know, but still, mm-hmm. shout out to him. You come to the pot up. By his sign. I'm going to tell you why it's offensive to me. I remember the signs on the wall that says white only. I'm that old. I remember the signs on the wall that said Negroes only interest here. Are you planning on keeping the sign up? No. It's just a little point made. If people call a racist because he was flying the rebel flag and he wanted to make a statement and put up slaves for sale, well, I didn't offend you. I haven't called you a racist. So you got to think about the other people in the community. I'm not. Yo, this dude would literally kill me. Because if he says something racist to me, I'm not taking it. I just, uh, no. It's it's just not, you don't get to be racist. I'm sorry. No, no. You do not get to be racist to me. I'm not going to sit here and wait for you to get your little fucking box so you can be racist. You're not going to call me a nigger. No. Mm Mm-mm get off my lawn nigger yeah uh that's a no i'm gonna stay on your lawn i'm gonna get my gun and shoot you well i guess i'll just be dead because i'm not doing the fuck thing you say racist motherfucker i'm not disappointed with the neighborhood i'm disappointed in him and him but he took it down so that's a good thing so now the sign is down and folks who live in this neighborhood hope that Geisenheiner maybe figures out another way to vent his frustrations if he, again, mm-hmm. becomes offended or frustrated by something. Still calling y'all niggas? Mm-hmm. Cause that ain't gonna change. I would spray paint Black's rule on the side of that dude's house. That's what I would do. Because you know why? Because cause nobody would ever believe he didn't do it that's what you do that now see that guy that's who we target for some black vandalism guys no you want you want to get them good take that robot thing and make it a black voice yeah <laughs> oh man fuck that dude what a dick a hundred yes sir i can't believe he had the nerve dog Mm-mm-mm. 
you know you know what no 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 i'm, I'm going into happier things i can, that was my limit that was my what the <laughs> fuck oh, that was your limit. fuck that dude man um all right let's let's go into some white people news guys okay we gotta, we gotta get through this it's the end of the week we need to start talking about happier things wrap it up on some good stuff i think white people news is a great place to go with this okay let me queue up one of these songs <clears throat> by the white man I don't have any water in my mouth. It's pretty dry, but I'm gonna try and do a song anyway. Okay, now this you guys can't see unless you're in the chat right now, but uh this clearly is a dude uh with a guitar acoustic guitar. He's outside under a bridge and he's drinking out of the that that's the most used bottle of plastic <laughs> that I've seen since Miss Nick Nikki Baby. Okay, I've I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen plastic abuse this bad since uh Alexis Sky got on uh ah. Hip Hop LA. Okay guys. Oh. Uh anyway, here we go. Goddamn nature trail he on. Couple drops, you're gonna have to do. Changes for two bucks. Changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I blast myself? Started being poor and even worse than black. Someone's hurting me while looking for the first to snatch. Cops give a damn about a knee rope. Pull a chicken for a nigga, he's a knee rope. Oh, he said. I was hoping he wouldn't say nigga, but. He said Negro first and then yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cops give a damn about a Negro. Pull the trigger, kill a nigga. He's a hero. Guys, of course he had to say it. What was he gonna not say it? Of course. Couldn't help itself. To the hell care, won't list on your mouth on the welfare. First shoot him, don't let him do the brothers. Give a gun, step back, what's for each other? Have to fight back as the shoot said. Two shots in the dock, now he's dead. I got love and my brother can't go nowhere. Let's share with each other. Gonna make changes. Gonna see me as a brother said to distant strangers. And that's how it's supposed to be. How did the devil think our brother is close to me? Huh? I'm gonna go back to where the previous kids just the way it is oh shit things will never be the same oh that's just the way it is that's just the way it is that's the way it is on the shire that's the way it is on the talking 
but the motherfucking chorus <laughs> is taking me out every time <laughs> it's like it's from a whole different song man it sounds so white on the chorus man of course like when he be rapping he's like cops give a demo pot a knee bro then he get to the chorus he's like that's just the, the way, way it is, is. Things will never be the same. And that's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. The wine and cheese. Mm hmm. did the monologue still i see no changes Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Came through and crushed the building. Didn't he, though? <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. We've had fun. What is Trump up to? Uh, the White House won't commit to signing joint congressional resolution condemning white supremacists. But Janelle needs, Jamel needs to lose her job. Right? Too much. (laughs) They can't decide if white supremacy is bad or not, guys. Gonna need some time to think this over. Gonna need some time to really, to really see if, uh, if this is the way we want to go with this administration. But also, uh, Jamel Hill needs to be fired for saying I'm a white supremacist. Okay. Uh, but the house has passed it um condemning hate groups after the charlottesville attack you know now for the record i don't think these resolutions do anything Mm-mm. and i don't think anybody really believes them mm-hmm. nothing's gonna change nope you need to put shit into law it's always just white people's way of like moving past the yeah, shit so temporarily feeling better that's yeah. what it is because if y'all was serious you would pass laws and then once you pass them you would enforce them what the fuck is a law if nobody's willing to enforce it? it's just sheet caking come on that's all it's sheet caking with extra frosting with extra motherfucking uh jam on that shit come on extra extra mayo on the sheet cake after skinning and grinning for trump steve harvey says he should listen to his wife and skip the meeting black woman be knowing bitch Mm -hmm your wife seen that she was like don't take your ass down there and then she was like don't take because he was gonna go to inauguration she was like don't take your ass to inauguration and no nigga i ain't going with you you ain't have me looking like a fool at all the functions and having people cussing me out espn got both cephas donald trump got both tephas because steve harvey's black woman be knowing this was out there 
yeah he uh recently sat down with the hollywood reporter but guys it wasn't all good he said i did not see that coming he told thr referencing the backlash mm-hmm. he received after the news spread of his meeting with trump it, I w- it was so vicious that it really threw me <laughs> i wish i could do a steve harvey impression guys why because I, I know he didn't say through you know he said through why, cause of, <laughs> you know he did you, it you, really threw me <laughs> you know why because he wasn't expecting his fans to come out like his fans probably got highly upset i mean i you know i'm pretty sure you know because old niggas love steve harvey so you're gonna have some people that ain't gonna never stop listening but i can see some people turning that shit off like no nigga he was on the radio talking about um flint what no he was on the radio hold on that's not what i was gonna say okay he was on the radio talking about we need to respect trump because he he the president you know like he was on the radio saying that shit like it wasn't no accident he said uh it was so vicious it really threw me i was being called names that i never been called uncle tom a coon a seller because i went to see this man which only happened because my business partner got a call from the Obama transition team who said the Trump transition team would like to set up a meeting. Yeah, it's Obama's fault somehow. You still could have said no, nigga. He said he took the meeting because Obama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a relationship with Obama. We're friends, so I say, okay, cool. Now, here's the thing. I'm supposed to be on a boat for my 60th birthday, so my wife says, Steve, just take off and skip the meeting. You'll meet with some him, him some other time. God, I should have listened, he said. Uh, but see, that's not really. I'm not missing my 60th birthday party jam to go meet with that with him. Well, I was going to say that's still kind of bullshit because he said I'll go meet with him some other time. So, what, you just needed to wait a little bit longer till Charlottesville to realize he, this nigga was a piece of shit? <clears throat> yeah he said he discussed golf with trump about 20 minutes uh before harvey admitted to trump that he didn't vote for him he campaigned hard and voted for hillary clinton he told trump about all the mistakes that were being made during the campaign that seemingly caused clinton to lose and then told trump that since he had won the election harvey was going to help him uh then when trump asked him how he was going to help harvey told him you've been a, you've appointed ben carson as a head of housing and urban development and i got the keys to a lot of cities around this country from years of performing that i've done i can get an ear to them really quick and find out what their real needs are y'all keep closing schools in the cities why don't we take those schools that are closed and put some hud money in them and reopen them as vision centers and teach stem and computers and coding if you co- connect me with ben carson i can help him do that nigga i'm sorry i just listen maybe he tell the truth that's a great vision <laughs> it's just hard for me to be, it's hard for me to believe that that's what happened in that room maybe he tell the truth but it's hard for me to believe that y'all harvey said that trump got ben carson on the phone shortly after that and since then he has been to hud twice and met with carson and they are actually trying to get it started but we've heard with trump okay okay we've seen what he's trying to do we would wouldn't that vice article that vice thing that came on tv talking about hood and the policies and the rules they doing and how they shutting down uh hoods and people are gonna be homeless and shit work get out of here i just don't believe him no he said he met with hood twice but not trump ever since then but yeah i i, I honestly just don't believe him because i've heard what ben carson has to say he wants to close down and take money from everything like he's not trying to help anybody out he's definitely not spending money or building anything um but yeah he also talked about bill cosby 
he said when i'm your friend i'm your friend he said that kazi helped his son at morehouse college and kazi taught him how to do the business of comedy when i heard all the trouble he was in i called and i asked him how he was doing you know what he says to me hey man i appreciate you calling but just stay away from me right now you don't need none of this on you you doing good whatever happens to me happens to me but don't you get none of this on you that's an amazing thing for a guy to say well bill cosby the amazing guy y'all know how amazing we've all heard the amazing stories of bill and the how great he is to people for people and to help him out yeah y'all, y'all don't believe him mm-hmm okay sounds like karen doesn't Mm-mm. okay mm-hmm. ask all those women how they feel mm. Mm. yep but i guess he can be a great amazing guy and a amazing rapist at the same time i guess you can just do both justice department no evidence trump tower was wiretapped yeah we know uh we already talked about trump wants to end daca the dreamer act mm-hmm. um another one of those nothings that obama put in place um you know yeah that is just funny because i remember all the you know deporter in chief shit all the he doesn't care about immigration regardless of the fact that um the senate and congress refused to back any level of change to the immigration policy any. he had to put daca in in there by himself and the reason it's so easily reversed is because he never had any help and part of that is because us as american populists failed to put democrats even in office and really like we democrats. gave it we gave it one shot 2008 2010 we was like i'm tired Woo, this taking too long and quit and these are the results of that shit it's so easy to overturn something when there was never a coalition that made it that got it through when when someone when 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 he was campaigning and even in office and he was like yo it's up to us the american people it's up to you to put people in office to help me do this shit i don't care what nobody say people heard what they wanted to hear when it came to obama they he he's telling you i'm gonna reach across the aisles people got mad about that he's telling you he's a centrist people got mad about that he said you need to push me people got mad about that like everything he did he basically did what he said he was gonna do and people were just upset because all they heard was he's gonna come in and fix racism all he they heard was he gonna uh just come in and make everything great for niggas like people just heard this variation of different shit and i'm like that's not realistic was he perfect no but i think people heard shit that he did not say in my opinion and then was up mad because they did he didn't meet these fantastical unrealistic fucking expectations that you put on a president you, you never put on a president before uh, or, or never will again yeah so it, it just makes me mad because i'm like right this is something we could be pushing forward instead of back um but yeah of course he's ending it i'm not not saying i'm surprised but yeah and i have studies and statistics to say that most of those people are working mostly like it's a high percentage of the other people that actually are doing and benefiting and being you know what you know what though you know what karen you know what it doesn't even matter no it don't it doesn't even matter because that's the part that fucks with me is 
we still and we do this a lot we still have a lens of respectability even through our we're not trying to we're trying to fight against this shit there's still people that are like but these are the good mexicans that's the whole fucking point is that's that's trump's logic also is that there's good and bad and the ones that are coming here they're just bad people they're bad hombres and we go oh you're a dick for bringing that up and then when we had this act which like i said it's not the reason it's made this way is because america as a whole still operates under that lens of you have to be a quote-unquote good one in order to get any level of government whatever right but it's not even government assistance really it's just a flat path to citizenship you know what i mean like they don't even allow you to you can't be on welfare you can't be on like medical assistance anything like you have to be like a like you literally have to walk a straight line to be a dreamer and motherfuckers still and like and and like i said when people defend it they still be like well these the good ones it's like the impetus is not just for these eight hundred thousand people i think it is right because mm-hmm. that's not even i mean not that that's a little bit of people but that's not that many people compared to the population of america right the impetus is to make the uh the, the, to, it's the same thing with the transgender military thing it's to make us go all y'all need to go home all y'all need to go yeah and i guess for me that wasn't what i was saying i was using that number because it's a stat and statistic um and i think that i do understand what you're saying but it's one of those things where in my opinion because like I said, i'm not running shit but i think everybody should be allowed to have a pathway to citizenship not just this small group of people and you don't have to be perfect to do it but the thing is they have stats and statistics so i and i I guess from my perspective i wasn't using it in that manner to just be like these people just are perfect and i think it's but but i think that's our um reflexive reaction i'm not you're not any different than the other people that pointed out like we all have that reaction which is but these people are good right that's that's the reaction is like but they doing good they working they not living off the government they not but that's like me having to point out like but it's not mostly black people on welfare it's mostly white like but at the same time it shouldn't really fucking matter right it like it really shouldn't matter if because the dreamer people are just people that were brought here when they were kids right why the fuck should it matter they could all be in fucking prison for all it matters like this the only country they know Correct. they us yes they are the, the same way a, a person that's just a naturalized american citizen can go to prison if they fuck up and that's what the fuck they doing with their life why the fuck can't they be what somebody that was brought here at fucking six do like to me that's how i feel about it and i feel like we kind of get into the respectability of it by pointing out like but they not even like that you know what i'm saying like y'all these aren't bad people but my thing is this they only country they know really so it wouldn't matter if they were quote unquote if all of them were just bad people we still it still don't it's no reflection on them as people of whatever heritage that uh whether they're doing good or bad is what i'm saying yeah and 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 i guess my perspective is that i'm not arguing with you is is one of the things where i'm like i guess my question why is pointing that out such a bad thing why is saying that statistically that fact which is a true statement a bad thing i'm not saying that everybody else just fuck them i'm not saying that by mm. stating that statistic mm. uh well i i mean 
one i didn't say it was a bad thing to point out but i'm saying it doesn't matter is what i'm saying it doesn't matter if they're doing great or bad like if you're four and you get brought to this country right sure you you go to college and you do you do great with your life right everything you do all the things that we define good people by right hey you got a job you go to college you never been on government assistant you, you, you know like if we if we measure it by that then we're saying that person is more valuable right that person is more worthy of staying in this country than say if that same person came here at six and maybe because of the school to prison pipeline the fact that they're a brown person they ended up in jail somehow and because of that they've been unable to be employed most of their life and because of that they've been in and out of the penitentiary system right well that's one path your life could go down just being a brown person in america right Mm -hmm. it doesn't to me make you less valuable or more worthy of or less worthy of staying in in america right because that's ultimately what it comes down to so why i say i kind of push back on even using the employment or um criminal statistics is that the point is the principle which is this the only country you know so 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 it don't matter to me whether it doesn't even matter to me you have as much right to be here as anybody else at this point correct and 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 my thing is like i'm not i guess i'm not arguing with you on that like my, my thing is like i'm stating the fact because of the fact but my thing is, if you were bought here and this is the only country you know, you should automatically, in my opinion, have a pathway to citizenship. I understand. Look, I'm I'm saying it's it's deeper. You're bringing it up, whether you recognize it or not, and everyone does. It's not just you. Everyone that does this does it. We're bringing it up because we want to say, but these people are good people. Yes, that's they why are. we're bringing it up. And I'm talking as a whole, a collective, not just the people on this list right 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 even as a whole on the collective i'm saying like honestly um to like because we started off talking about daca Mm -hmm. right so we're like honestly it wouldn't matter no that's all i'm saying correct at the end of the day it really shouldn't matter whether they're good or not for the dreamer act people you know it just shouldn't matter Mm -mm. and you know so basically we're saying you can be a criminal as long as you're born here you can be a piece you cannot work as long as you were on here you can be uh living off of government assistance as long as you're born here that's also us so basically we're long we have a double standard already okay we're already okay. calling it you know what i'm saying right right <clears throat> right I, I see what you're saying because when when you basically say if you're born because the way our laws are written if you're born here in the united states you are automatically a citizen right but you're not taking into consideration people that were children that were bought here right. raised here went through our school system got education right. they have the same right to be here and the same pathway to citizenship as people that were born here because also something else on the low people don't talk about when a lot of the, when a lot of uh, particularly children get deported and they end up going back to mexico they have like detentions where you have all these children that can't just speak nothing but yeah, english detention centers right yeah. and and it and it causes a problem and they don't adapt well because it's because we're not viewing them as people right i agree you know what i'm saying we're not I looking agree. at like because because honestly think of like the logic is well they have to be doing excellent in order to be in this program and in order to stay in this country i see what that's the logic so automatically when we apply that logic it's already a double standard so so basically, so basically, because I because I, I, I guess I just want to understand what was the pushback. I guess basically you're saying that 
by saying that statistic, I'm basically saying that you have to meet these criteria or or, 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 or or meet these goals. Right. But that but I, I guess my thing is that's not what I meant. But right. by stating that fact that's, re- the, that's the same statistic that other people use to kind of go the other way. It's reflective is all right. It's, it's refle- right. I'm sorry. It's reflexive is all I'm saying. I'm not this is not me calling you out. This is not me saying you know, don't do this. I'm when, when you said it, I didn't call you bad. I didn't say you shouldn't have said it or any of that. What I said was, I don't even care. Right. That's what I said. Right. Because the number, because like, because it, it just does, it doesn't matter. Right. It, it doesn't matter, and and it's one of the same ways where it, it because it's almost like 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 black people are measured like this when it comes to anything. You go, well, these are the numbers. These are statistics, and those same numbers and statistics are used for pros and cons right when at the end of the day it doesn't matter because the group that you're talking about are human beings so no facts or statistics should actually matter in certain situations it's the welfare argument all over again right it's oh, how okay, it's I'm how with you now. I, I, right because i guess i wanted to get to the it's like as black people it. we always want to be like but we're not on welfare we we do have jobs we do go to college we always want to black women are the number one growing entrepreneurial da 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 but it's like why are we always having to be on the defensive and jump to but i'm a good person let me show you my worth and it's that's white supremacy making us have to prove that shit and we're already kind of playing the game when when it should just be like i'm okay i'm the end of a a time to kill imagine that motherfucker was white then we don't have to i don't have to say well this white person uh doesn't belong in the country because they're a criminal we don't we would never say that well, like you can be white and come here and be a criminal like you you did all the paperwork what what's the problem right you know what i'm saying we only do that shit with brown shit and black shit and lgbtq shit and all that then it becomes you know women that's like well you have to be excellent you have to prove that you're right. not a bad person and then you can stay and it's like that's not the rules right and and i i think in my opinion and as i get older and just being here in america we're conditioned by default for whiteness even if we consciously or unconsciously do it we're kind of conditioned that the default is to be compared to whiteness we have to to survive right because the, the thing is that's why for a lot of brown people particularly once you start getting in the workplace in corporate america it's a constant proving yourself because you're not proving yourself for you you're proving yourself for whiteness you're proving that you're worthy for whiteness you're proving that you earned this position for whiteness like everything defaults back to whiteness and in my opinion that's where the root cause of all this stems from is just whiteness uh and white privilege and white supremacy not really realizing that it's the part of the problem and it doesn't like to be called out it doesn't like to be told it's wrong it has egos you know because you talk about whiteness as a whole and when you tell white people y'all got to fix this shit because it's your shit it becomes a problem but brown people are always told to fix their shit in their own community because their shit is not considered an american problem when white supremacy is a motherfucking american problem yeah and and i would add two things one in the context of like i like i'm not saying the stats don't matter right i'm I'm saying because in the context here's why here's why the stats matter is because you want to confront the truth right so i don't want you lying on these people and then turn around and say um 
so like in that te- like one there's two fronts on this one you are lying about these people mm-hmm. they're not all criminals and rapists and and and, and go off living off the tit of the government and except like so number one you're lying that's the number one thing but the number two thing is he said the shit about the rapist to get us here right because he never was gonna stop at the quote-unquote bad hombres that was what we knew a year ago when we were talking about this shit on the show it's like oh no no all of y'all gotta go he's not gonna stop so the 30 percent of latino voters that voted for this shit he wants you gone too right the ones the ones that have that proximity or you think your whiteness a lot of cuban americans a lot of them voted because he don't see any difference come on like he just sees no difference he's like you're not from here you need to fucking go the dream the dreamers are that attack you see what i'm saying they are the biggest um and and i and i know that's why oh as a chess move or whatever that's why obama installed it that way because he was like well if they pass we have an act where you have to pass all the respectability shit these are now considered the cream of the crop so if someone kicks them out they're just saying all brown people need to go right and that is and trump had the fucking caucasity to be that person because he don't give a fuck he ran on white supremacy he's right. keeping his promise but when jamel says it she gotta go right because dog. the only crime in this country right now when it comes to racism is fucking pointing out that racism exists everything else is allowed you know what i mean but but anyway i that's the only reason i want to separate those two points because mm-hmm. it, it does matter that people aren't coming here to be rapists criminals and da 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 like it does matter that the vast majority of the people that come from uh you know these other countries are not coming here to just be criminals right that shit matters i 100 percent agree with you that being said with the dream act the dreamers this state country as much as it's my country yes it is so many people don't even fucking speak any other language no they don't it's their country you know what i mean like motherfuckers are on the ground saving lives during hurricane harvey they fought in wars dog motherfuckers have right they've died for this shit you know what i mean like what are you talking about they not citizens no more because you just decided like yeah dog it's racism you know so yeah that's 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 the part that's that part um anyway jeff sessions department of just and i'm glad we talked about that too because uh it's a lot of our reflexes right it's a, it's mine too sometimes somebody says something I'm like oh that's uh, but this is a good black person or whatever and it's like wait a minute we're talking about the principle of someone's civil rights it shouldn't even fucking matter really it should not matter so you can take my civil rights if i didn't do good enough for you in your in the measurements you have no like if i didn't graduate college all of a sudden now i can get kicked out of the country how does that make sense come on um jeff sessions department of justice to put the woman who laughed at jeff sessions on trial yet again she was on trial for laughing at him during his they uh kicked it out whatever that shit was confirmation because she got kicked out they wasted all these resources the judge threw this trial out the first time now they want to spend more money to try to make it on trial again kick it out because they want to set examples they want the press and this is what fucking infuriates me with the goddamn press you should have been doing your job the whole motherfucking time you should have been investigating and researching who what when why where and how you should have been doing all this bullshit instead of saying it's a joke instead of saying it's goddamn cute and now you want to get mad because he after your motherfucking ass but he never liked y'all from the beginning anyway because the way you reported on him so now he after y'all so not everybody want to get mad and get upset and 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 and, and shit and it's like well 
y'all y'all are part of the problem too yes it is the american public but you're a part of the problem too because you're not reporting the news you're not reporting facts you're 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 sugarcoating shit and making shit sweet and 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 painting these beautiful stories and making trump voters sound like they they just they just these poor things that they just made a bad mistake no report the facts white house also stops plan stops a plan for companies to report worker pay by race and gender which would have helped a lot of people find out if they're being underpaid for being black or being a woman but uh that's part of white supremacy is to make sure you don't know that shit so they can pay white people more and you don't have to know no not unless you're in hr uh sheriff david clark resigned as a sheriff but then he tried to be join trump's administrative shit his office his administration uh but word on the street is that he's been pushed down a couple times because people don't want him in there so i don't know what he's gonna do with all them pieces of flair he got for his fucking uniform but he ain't got no job at the moment uh somebody pick up he'll be a spokesperson for some white supremacy people yeah um all right some of this they, shit i don't they, care they about they love niggas that hate niggas all right let's get into some lighter whiter news lighter whiter news uh employees at jessica bill's kid friendly restaurant in la sue partners uh wait sue the actress um claiming that her and her business partners withheld nearly five hundred thousand dollars in tips Mm-hmm. that's right karen you gotta go off screen for this no Too intense uh nine employees uh at her restaurant accused of withholding nearly half a million dollars in tips uh the name of the the restaurant is all fudge uh au fudge i don't know that must be french have uh filed a lawsuit against bill and her four business partners claiming they have never received tips from the restaurant mm-hmm. <laughs> charge clients even though they charge clients for private events you know so I- they charge the client a tip fee and then you work and they just don't pay you the tips right and mm-hmm. you know they're trying to pass well they didn't pass but i think they did pass a law and it's kind of up to the restaurant discretion where more uh companies are starting to do that pooling thing and then they're making them actually take some of that money and uh give it to the back of the house mm-hmm. and people are upset about that because they because the thing is like the back of the house complaining that the front of the house can walk out here with cash motherfucker i don't get paid t- ten dollars an hour are you, are you gonna give me the difference if i don't make minimum wage no bitch then no you don't get my fucking money right the group of disgruntled employees describe themselves as young adults new to the workforce and new to los angeles who were ill prepared to deal with the violations of their rights in the workplace and that's why she hired you probably according to court documents obtained by blast all fudge charged a 22 percent gratuity to clients who held private events at the west hollywood eatery but employees say that money was never passed down to them the lawsuit claims the owners blamed the glitch on converting the private event gratuities to a single manager but they say they still didn't get the tips even after their manager was fired because uh, i had no intentions on giving y'all that money alexandra desage the former director of events at all fudge gave a deposition and stated that every private event customer that she spoke with believed they were that the tip would go to the staff additionally she said she cannot remember a time where a client paid additional tip directly to the staff desage says that uh she confronted co-owner john rollo uh saying he believed it was against the law for all fudge's customers to pay gratuity and then had a restaurant fail to transfer gratuity to employees who had direct contact with the customers she said he responded by saying i don't think you understand don't worry about it 
okay yeah don't worry about it another employee jamie aronson said she questioned the general manager about the practice and was met with a similar response she said the gm told her not to worry about it it's all good the customers are far more likely to be okay with 20 plus percent if they think that amount is going to the employees so basically but it's not it's not but you're saying that but this way we can get a higher percentage to not give them Neither Aronson or Decide are plaintiffs in a lawsuit. Additionally, the group says they are owed $31,549 from state-mandated break periods, which the bosses refuse to let them take. The group is seeking additional $1 million in punitive damages. In addition to Bill, all fudge is owned by four others, including Barry's Boot Camp, CEO Joey Gonzalez, Kim Mueller, author of the children's book, All Fudge, stylist is Steve Stanley, and Monica Sanders Wingberg, Weinberg, the daughter of the Westfield Shopping Center's founder. All these rich motherfuckers and they ain't trying to pay these people their tips. Mm-mm. The restaurant was opened in March 2016 and sells itself as a restaurant friendly to both parents and their kids. There, There's a marketplace that sells baked goods to go and honest company products and a monitored children's play area. Mm. Jennifer, for real? Justin Timberlake did not pull out Janet's titty for this. And moonwalk his ass on off the stage. Mm-hmm. He did not cornrow his hair to deal with this shit. No, he did not. Uh, a new uh, account. Uh, new York Post reports that a councilman is resigning after uh, his secret furry life has been revealed. Oh, what's wrong with being a furry? Because it's not always sexual. People assume it's sexual, but it's not always sexual. I don't know, Karen. Uh, sounds like he got himself in a hairy situation. Say, say what you want, but I bet he's an animal in the sack. <laughs> a Connecticut councilman is Connecticut councilman is resigning after his profile on a website catering to furries appeared on social media but the outgoing first-term democrat insists his animal costume fetish has nothing to do with sex right you know there's some people that just like to dress up like that like people go to cosplay and all that stuff because it's a form of cosplay for a lot of people it's not all people just to make the jump to sexuality but it's not always sexual what if it is though well that's his business if it is that's what i'm saying why he can't do a job and fuck care bears on the weekend he sure can and my little ponies have a good time uh he can't balance the budget and then balance uh a stuffed duck on his penis come on guys come on mm-hmm. new milford councilman scott chamberlain who was up for re-election is stepping down after a town resident posted several screenshots on facebook of the lawmakers profile on private website for furries a subculture of people who don animal costumes sometimes for sexual gratification in response to information about likes on a personal page by councilman chamberlain i came i have called for his immediate resignation from the town council and any other appointed boards and commissions mayor david Gronbach said in an email to the post as public servants we are held to a higher standard and mr chamberlain's apparent posts do not meet that standard how people kill me with that the profile on so far he's not hurting nobody i mean so if he dressed up as Zelda and went to do something, would we still be just out? Because to me, a costume is a costume, in my opinion. But for some reason, this is too far. Mm-hmm. Um, the profile on SoFurry.com 
occur according to dansburg news times which uh first reported on it on thursday uh includes a list of chamberlain's preferences ranging from loves to likes to tolerates to hates in order to customize content sent to users chamberlain whose avatar resembles a fox named gray muzzle uh gray muzzle insisted to the newspaper that his interest in the subculture stems from an appreciation for animal characters like tony the tiger and mickey mouse you think i have 50 shades of gray muzzle come out oh yes <laughs> it has nothing to do with sex it's an interest in cartoon animals he said but the profile also indicated that chamberlain tolerates rape prompting at least one commenter on the facebook post to question the lawmaker's ability to lead okay now that now yeah now that yeah i mean now, is that like rape play like is that nah, some type of kinky you, you know you know now why I, is that on the site why i don't know now nah, i mean is know, that like because I, mean, I mean listen I, your king don't have to be a right i mm-hmm. get that two consenting adults might set up some sort of rape fantasy scenario correct that's that's not the same between the, that and the real rape yeah i would need some clarification on what exactly uh, uh tolerating rape means i would like to know oh oh, what that oh means. he just told him he just horsing around <laughs> i couldn't help myself <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them spank. Yes! <laughs> All right. uh, that's why he had to hoof his way away, hoof his way out of that position. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm no. I thought I was drinking. Are you drinking too? <laughs> no what's going on over there shaking the table (laughs) shaking the stable (laughs) 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 asking what kind of shampoo he like that mane and tail (laughs) 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 shout out to the old people that know what the hell that is (sighs) all right but seriously guys <laughs> uh anyone is free to pursue any hobby of their choice however that doesn't mean they can represent me as an elected official and endorse the things that are seemingly endorsed on that page one comment read chamberlain did not immediately return a message seeking comment friday nor did he respond to a follow-up request for comment from the danbury news times on thursday peter mullen the town's democratic chairman said chamberlain told him previously about his interest in science fiction and adult literature but said the facebook post which has since been removed was troubling literature is one thing but this kind of stuff takes on a whole different level mullen told the news times Gronback also he said he also had no idea about chamberlain's interest in furries the outgoing lawmaker whose written resignation was expected friday according to Gronbach uh claims someone must have set him up <laughs> <Come on. laughs> bitch set me up creating an account on the website just to obtain private information on him oh, okay yeah I, okay i guess but chamberlain also acknowledged writing that he characterized as a soap opera on another website for adults only i'm saddened by this whole thing he said to the news times 
um i've always tried to be positive in my public life and work hard and donate my time to people in new milford oh man well there you go guys gotta be careful messing with the furries mm-hmm. um let's see what else happened uh this is the best swimsuit lena dunham rocks bold bikini revealing her curvy figure and derriere tattoo <laughs> Ah, not the butt tattoo. Mm hmm. I like her. This white people news doing white shit. Curvy figure too. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stay here in these lanes. Don't be doing that other shit. Somebody said what curves she shaped like a refrigerator on my Facebook page, but I don't agree. I feel like she does have some curves, guys. Just not, not exactly everywhere you expect them to be. But I feel like y'all, y'all be more mean to her because y'all know she a racist uh <laughs> yeah she gets no country she is, oh man she gets no country i won't lie at this point i enjoy posting it just to see people be hypocrites <laughs> just i'm just like yep go ahead do what y'all do uh she never been shy about sharing revealing photos of her on social media and on tuesday lena dunham did just that as she flaunted her curvy form in a brightly colored bikini set the actress who also showed off her tattoo on her derriere gave a front and back view on, of the swimwear on her instagram stories front view even better this is the best swim suit for my curvy bod i found go 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 to at shop hot lava so it sounds like an ad come on the 31 year old's two-piece featured a sports bra style top and a high-waisted bottoms lena said of her red and orange set oh i read that um she posed facing away from the camera for her second snap and she tagged the brand and its founder rachel finley who goes by the handle at insta stake big ass promotion yeah it's just a it's an ad come on and uh they wrote about it like it's not but it's an ad yeah Yeah, and i mean i feel like we've all seen lena dunham naked enough to 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 know what it looks like so if you're into it or if you're not i'm not gonna shame you or talk bad about you okay guys that's your personal decision all right let's leave let's, let's leave all the body shaming out of this guys uh this issue this i mean this isn't the first time lena's finding her uniquely placed orange tattoo wait where's the tattoo mm-hmm. so she got a tattoo on her but oh yeah. it's right here yeah she got tattoos on her what a weird eyes on her back but that one's on bright orange yeah she got one across her back and on her shoulders and on it's her it's hip it's a sign for a the odeon which is a real life eatery in tribeca she captioned in because i'm a deranged daughter of tribeca the odeon sign now lives on my ass for life what a weird tattoo i guess do what you want to do i guess it must be plans i don't know what is that i I guess it's an odeon it's a restaurant in tribeca ah so she got the red that's like me getting a local restaurant put on my cafe south all on my nutsack or whatever mm-hmm. don't do that don't, don't that's such a don't, weird don't do that design no well good for you buddy good for you you're just out here living life yeah if i get a restaurant tattooed on me i fucking own that bitch in addition to the unique art she also has a tattoo on her torso uh featuring the illustration by artist langley fox of skateboarder lauren thornhill caswell uh the hbo star chose to add artwork done above her scarf from her endometriosis surgery she underwent in march 2016 uh that's a disease with a lining of the uterus grows outside the uterus she was diagnosed uh mm-hmm. she said that stupid shit mm-hmm. 
What? Then yeah, she said something real stupid afterwards. I forgot what she said. She said something she really said a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. That's what I mean. Come on. What are we gonna what are we gonna go through it all today? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm being nice. Nah, yeah, I'm just gonna let her be white. Yeah, man. Look, she like y'all seeing what she got on social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. She like take a lot of pictures and get tattoos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Good for you, buddy. Yeah, let the white women get their lives. That's white news. That's the kind of news I like to see Lena Dunham making. That's honestly. that's my whole point. Stay away from other shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh wait, that's not that's in what was it supposed to be in guest race. Uh Kim Kardashian poses in nothing but boots in a in a tree and faces backlash for the ill time post. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um hurricanes just came through. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is a problem. That might be 60, problematic. Yeah, sixty percent of uh, 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 state of Florida without power, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ninety percent of Key West. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, the good news is they probably don't got internet to see it. So yeah, other people telling them about it. Yeah, Kim Kardashian knows how to break the internet. She's back doing just that with a newly released image from a fashion uh, shoot uh, with acclaimed photographers Mert Alas and Marcus Pickett for the image which will be featured in a new book from the pair colloquially known as simply mert and marcus the 36 year old is seen climbing a tree and wearing nothing but hiking boots <laughs> and black stars on you know instagram you can't show nipples over her nipples yeah and it's one of those things where she probably like been took this picture but it's still right. up time and to release it yeah i mean they probably took this picture months ago because i like a photo shoot a book and they were like yeah put this one out somebody should be like no not that one first of all man this is that uh always trust photographers gone wrong because photographers will have you doing some stupid shit what the fuck could this possibly be for they'll be having you standing on your pinky toe twirling and hula hooping that's hot no bitch i can't no i'm not doing all this bullshit for for three seconds of a photo like good girl listen the idea we got for this shoot is the wild what does that mean put on these hiking boots take off all your clothes stand in a tree why what are we selling what is a book uh right how many pages in it anyway people brought up that you know this is probably the wrong time for this uh someone put up hey guys forget like forget hurricane harvey and daca ending and pay attention to to me again it's me kim k <laughs> someone put the robert downey head shaking jim and put kim not today <laughs> oh, i love people no, oh man they had it. i'm here for the jokes i'm here for the jokes yeah yeah i mean it's climbing the tree during a hurricane man it's not really mm-hmm this bad time you're gonna get that work i'm sorry yeah. you're gonna get that work uh i still love her very much the bachelor's nick vale drink breaks his silence on split with fiance vanessa grimaldi at the five month engagement oh this is a previous winner i guess you know i don't keep i don't know if these niggas have to get married like what are the rules No, they don't have to get married i don't know if it's they have to sign things saying they got to get in i don't know what the rules is um, it's a happily ever after well he broke the silence i know that much he talking he talking he say he loves her very much the rally star 29 who found love on season 21 of the bachelor noted that his 
former flame 29 is still part of his support system and said he's trying to stay positive in the wake of the pair calling time on their five-month engagement speaking to us weekly he said i still love her very much i'm not afraid to say that my friends my family and vanessa are still very much each other's support system we're trying to do that and it's challenging at times but we still recognize that we're there for each other it's obviously easy to get insecure and feel bad about yourself but you get in your head about things when things aren't working out for you the former dancer with the stars contestant said he's trying to stay busy and despite the heartbreak he still believes in finding true love nick added i mean of course right and again i was still lucky enough to find it with vanessa uh nick's statement comes after vanessa broke her silence with a heartfelt social media post the special needs educator 29 took the instagram to share her feelings with the introspective social media post the canadian reality star buried her heart in her caption writing it's okay to feel broken it's okay to cry i while she learned on a lean on a supportive friend in the company photo the caption continued as vanessa tenderly reminded herself and her followers it's okay to lean on a friend her caption finished on a hopeful note promising in the end it will always be okay while the dating show winner tagged her friend adriana Inglesey in the photo though vanessa is mourning her relationship so it's close to the bachelor duo says the breakup has been a long time coming it was a mismatch mismatch from the start their friends knew it would never last she's super fun bubbly and outgoing he's more of a serious personality more introverted we should try to bring him out of his shell she would try to bring him out of his shell but she's just not as comfortable he's just not as comfortable in big groups nick and vanessa released a joint statement confirming their split on friday so wild uh but i guess you know what we probably are at the point where if we something if something happened we'd have to release a joint statement karen oh shit we, we probably we got to enough. that point we probably are oh shit not the joint statement i didn't even think about it i mean i'm not well, what add them amicable differences right we had to explain to our right. people right we'd be like you we'd be like hey uh half of y'all uh, roger gonna start his own podcast i'm gonna start mine well, i'm gonna tell you like this Karen. if i find out you cheating uh i'm not gonna release an amicable statement i'm, I'm gonna do <laughs> my my statement's gonna be full of shade and hate so i don't i don't i don't know how i don't know how they figured it out but i don't have a publicist i'm just gonna be drunk on on facebook live telling all the business like she fucked that nigga y'all she did it <laughs> i loved it her mm. all right <laughs> a joint statement they probably just was never in love it's probably just all yeah a conscious uncoupling i forgot yeah. about that yeah that's, probably, what, that's what we gonna have we're gonna have a conscious uncoupling when it's all pr you can do that mm, we're gonna treat the moon treat the fans like cheering be damned if i got a broken heart sitting here talking about well we just went our separate ways things happen children nope i'm gonna be up here telling all your business ah! black came in draws was everywhere on the floor Lord, not on the draws ceiling was fan everywhere. what was happening y'all i don't know you let me know what was happening who are these it was six niggas in my bedroom <laughs> i got the oh, government six niggas get in the house. i got their licenses i'm gonna be telling all the business ah! uh all right guys <laughs> it's time to do sore ratchetness get out of here you'll be snapchatting and everything mm-hmm. i'm i'm gonna do it live when i catch you <laughs> that's 
what it's gonna sound like <laughs> a woman sentenced well, for i know not to do that no i'm, I'm good y'all I, I i leave first Mm-mm. a woman sentenced for sword death of boyfriend uh apparently a woman back in june killed a boyfriend with a sword Tulsa County Court Records show 38-year-old Mika Thompson was has pled guilty to a lesser charge of first-degree manslaughter. For reference, she was originally charged with second-degree murder. Thompson received a seven-year sentence. That's it. Aww. Oh, you, somebody say lifetime stories. It's going to be snap, a black guy who tips style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. In, in all fairness, I'm not killing nobody. I ain't going to jail for no... Like you cheat on me, I'm not going to jail. I only like I don't. I guess I can never know because I've never been in that situation. But I'm not going. I don't even compute that shit. Like Chad with Bozeman gonna play you? I guess I don't know. <laughs> but I'm not. I, I mean, it won't be because I snapped and killed nobody. I know that much. Mm-hmm. It'd be like snapped. He messed up a car or something. At the best, I'm not. <laughs> he messed up a car. I mean, it's it's it'll be sad but not sad enough to go to life in prison for no bullshit mm-hmm. i told i already told you i'm gonna cry some tears i'm gonna be heartbroken i'm trying to tell you i'm gonna tell you she can have you mm-hmm. and i'm gonna take them hundred dollar bills and wipe my eyes I'm, and sign the bottom of the paper yeah i don't believe you i know you'll you get i know you'll get violent so <laughs> oh you think i get violent Mm, just saying i ain't gonna put your business on the street but you know i remember as a time ah! i could have died out here in these streets y'all psa i ain't never put my hands on him <laughs> i wonder because you know they make jokes i'll be i'll be beating you you know you know people already think you're a house hub and i just work all day come home beat you to death and make you do the podcast just saying guys pray for me okay uh, i come in demand my food cook <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember birthdays anniversary so hey listen y'all know karen has temper okay <laughs> don't let this nice fool you all right um but i'm not out here disrespecting though so y'all had to worry about it i got us mm-hmm. i got mm-hmm. us audience because the house husband knows his place that's that's correct ah! <laughs> I, I don't care about the rest of this stuff what's going on Oh, police arrested a suspect armed with a sword, bow, and arrow barricaded inside his house. To which I say, what the fuck is Elon James up to? Come on, Elon. Elon James White out there trying to be the black arrow. Ain't he though? With a sword, motherfucking bow, and an arrow in his house. Come on, man. What just happened? Montvale, is that in California? I don't know. I don't know where this is at. Oh, it's Washington. Okay, so it might... He drove all the way to Washington to have a standoff with the police. <laughs> Thinking he was trying to get justice. All right, man. We out of here, guys. We'll talk to y'all uh, Saturday for a feedback show. It's probably going to be long as fuck. Uh, oh, that's why it's going to be two weeks. Right? No, no week. Well, we took a week off, but we didn't do any shows. But ah, people were still. We got to do, you know, people still wrote in, all that stuff. Anyway, we'll see y'all Saturday. Unless you're premium then balls deep will be thursday morning at 10 a.m mm-hmm. and we'll probably end up doing nerd off friday afternoon so we'll talk to y'all then until then uh i have to open up this loot crate wait a minute Uh-oh. hold up i gotta open up the loot crate hold up uh until then this episode is brought to you by loot crate <laughs> a monthly mystery crate 
filled exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchise go to lootcrate.com slash tvgwt enter code tvgwt get three dollars off of any new subscription uh you do about the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time and you can get this box uh for this month mm-hmm. which is robotic is the theme you got six days to get this it's gonna have uh franchises that you love like star wars star trek aliens and blade runner and one lucky subscriber gets a mega crate as well um and literally it starts for like less than twenty dollars a month you can get six to eight ice items of licensed gear so let's open up one right now and this is the just the, the regular loot crate that you can get monthly uh it's not the dx or the wear um let me open this bad boy up oh wait where my scissors that should be behind you yeah i got it all right let's see what we got in here this month this month you guys can eat your hearts out your little mm-hmm. jealous hearts oh okay i already see some goodies up in here oh shit first of all they got uh well we got a shirt start with the shirt oh let me put this on now uh oh this looks like it is legend of zelda uh legend of zelda shirt oh it is shaped like link yeah it's shaped like link but it's all made up of like a screenshot of the game yes that shit is dope yes that is dope and it's the old school legend of zelda the the yeah the the, the, the 2d 2D. yeah then we got uh (laughs) a collectible not a toy uh for the nice king the ice king and gunter or the nice king and gunter uh for guys who watch adventure time i don't know if you guys still watch adventure time i do i do that's the nice Ah, king and gunter he's a goddamn lunatic that's going on my shelf he's a lunatic on the cartoon he just want a princess to marry karen he's a he's a nice guy i know he's not he's a lunatic Mm -hmm. that's because all these that's because all these princesses want thugs apparently Mm -hmm. uh and a lord a, a lord of the rings color champagne glass it's a it's a color change champagne glass so i guess you pour champagne in it and it changes colors on the actual glass fancy yeah we had to oh it's got the and it's the inscription from the ring on the glass that's flames dog oh okay those are all this stuff we're going to get some away soon i ain't giving these niggas shit yeah we're gonna give y'all some stuff don't believe him you come by my house i ain't answering um and then what is this this is a oh sometimes they include sometimes they include prints i don't know if you guys are into comic books and stuff but print is basically like a eight by eleven or whatever the hell yeah, a sheet of paper is um piece piece of artwork you can buy a yeah. frame for it put it on your wall yeah. put it on your window that, stuff that, like that that's dangerous because a lot of times when you go into these places that artwork be so goddamn gorgeous for you know you've been on spent your muck i don't even buy it because i'm like look if i buy the shit i want another copy we're gonna walk around i'm gonna see another wolverine we're gonna walk around i'm gonna see something else and particularly if you go to like the cons a lot of the artists there they have uh, drawn for a lot of the uh uh big name comic books be there and their work is so beautiful y'all yeah it's a lord of the ring ink print um and it's one of those big ass trees 
Ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, today was walking on. Yeah, I mean, so today was riding on my back. So you can like frame it. You can put it on, a, um, put it, you know, put it on your wall, stuff like that. And if you guys look around, well, you guys can't look through the camera at this room, but you know, you can see behind me kind of. We frame a lot of stuff. stuff. We put a lot yeah. of stuff on our walls. Uh, we had the Negro kind of stuff. You can order frames from Amazon. Yes, and they're, yeah. they're normally not that expensive. You just put it on your wall, hang it, and now mm-hmm. you got a cool, little nerdy room in your house as your office so mm-hmm. all right man that's it now we'll talk to y'all later until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.